is the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man. Happy Tuesday, April 18th. A real pleasure to be with you. Appreciate you guys all being here. Um, As usual, it is a beautiful day in the life because... You know, the uh, friends of the NBA part of the program, whatever I'm trying to say right now, we have three huge games. By the way, are you, I mean, do you just want to apologize to the entire, uh, you know, Sacramento Kings community? Do well, you, I said on the program you drop, whoa, 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 whoa. take the Kings. Whoa, do you want to drop down and, and give? No, no, no. Give, you know, no, fully, I don't. Awesome props. Do you want to fillet the entire Kings team? Like, oh let me know. Oh, my God, just like that. Like, oh. I mean, beam team up in this motherfucker. Like, you know. Wow. I said beam team. Okay. Beam team. Chaboy's a dead. Yeah. The the Golden State Warriors are done. I'm telling you right that now. Oh, the dynasty. Oh, it's a dynasty, man. They're never going to lose another game. They're just going to turn it on. They're going to hit a switch like little Jimmy on prom night. <laughs> Time to go to pound town. If I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done yeah. it. How's hitting that switch working out for Golden State? We'll talk all about that. On the Monty Show, presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, as always. The Advocates would tell you every day, if you've been in an accident, if you got hurt at work, if you're fighting for your social security benefits, you got to get to theadvocates.com. See, because they never make you pay up front. You do not pay the advocates until they win your case. There are no consultation fees. There are no big retainers. You can chat with an attorney online 24-7 at theadvocates.com for absolutely free. Okay, so I think we've kind of, you know, um, spun everything that we can spin on as the Pac-12 turn. <laughs> so we started doing some homework about, you know, these the, the potential future suitors for the Pac-12. And we were told one of those teams will not, in fact, be UNLV is unlikely according to sources we spoke to, to join the Pac-12. And I'm not sure that I understand this one. If we're going to, and I know, listen, Fresno fan, take it easy. I get it. It it, it upsets you. But if we're going to add Fresno State, why wouldn't the Pac-12 look at UNLV? It's mind-blowing to me. If you are going to add a very small sliver of the Dallas Metroplex to the Pac-12 at SMU, why would you not add UNLV? It's a better basketball school, in my opinion. They have the potential to win at football. They have a nice market in Las Vegas. It is one of the biggest growing markets, one of the fastest growing markets in the country. It is a destination. Jake, it's a little surprising to me that the Pac-12 does not find UNLV attractive. Yeah, I mean, I think you make a great point. Like, if you're going to add, you know, these other smaller markets, why wouldn't you add UNLV? I think it's, I think it's a great question because it speaks to logic and once again with this Pac-12 TV deal situation I think that's where you kind of have to have the conversation from you know hey what makes sense what doesn't make sense and I feel like when, when we use the nice catchy lingo of the Pac-12's footprint 
you know, you look at SMU and it's like, hey, that's not really in the Pac-12's footprint. Now, I know the Pac-12 wants to expand to Texas and Texas. They've always been after Texas since since the beginning of time, and I totally understand that. But I still maintain that you're not in a position to really go way outside of your footprint and try to add somebody who doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I think that that UNLV, to me, is like it, the only question with UNLV is, is Las Vegas uh, a strong enough market to to warrant adding them? I think that's literally the only mm-hmm. question. I don't know that it has anything to do with UNLV itself. I don't know that it has anything to do with the institution itself. I think the institution's fine. Right, like it's not the biggest school in the world, obviously, but I do think that they could bring some value to the pack. My only question is, hey, you're in a town where you've got—I mean, how many sports teams now? And you're talking about adding how many? Right, like you've got the NHL, you've got the NFL. You're talking about adding the NBA. Don't tell me Major League Baseball is not at least taking a peek. Like, I, I you know, I, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot of competition there and I know in the other in the other areas in the Pac-12 obviously you have a good mix of pro teams and stuff but I think the difference with Las Vegas is it's such a transient town. Well, people, there is that's very like, true. People yeah, go I agree to with Las that. Vegas for 2 2 3 days, 3 4 days and then they're out. So so that vibe that you have at, you know, uh UW let's say or or hell, Utah or you know any of these schools that are in their own city like they don't have to deal with the transient nature of a destination city. Yeah, and I I think the other the other thing that you're never going to be able to get away from here if you're the Pac-12 is there's no way to replace USC in this conference. There's just not. And I think to a much lesser extent UCLA, but I think the value and the brand power of USC is what you're you're not going to be able to replace because frankly, I don't even know where you begin to do that. Because I don't care who you add, whether it's Fresno, San Diego State, UNLV, Colorado State. I mean, you pick the the supposed candidate. And I would tell you none of them are bringing the value, the power, the brand power, the significance that Los Angeles and USC brings. I think it's a no-brainer that you would add San Diego State. But I also think there's a lot of value in looking at UNLV. And I, I agree with you. I think it's difficult the way that UNLV is positioned in Las Vegas, but if that town gets an NBA team, if that town gets a baseball team, the the NHL has very clearly thrived there. It's the home for the ultimate fighting championship at the UFC. I mean, it really is a destination place. And if you want to bring more dollars into that town and you want to bring more people into your footprint, UNLV home football games on a Saturday before a Saturday night Hockey game, NBA game, UFC fight, before you're going to see Celine Dion at the Coliseum. Like, that's not the worst fit in the world. And with the history and tradition of Jerry Tarkanian, it's a little surprising to me. And I'll be honest with you, the way that my sources put this, it's not even a possibility. That's the way it feels. Like, no, 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 no. Fresno State, San Diego State, like, SMU, Yes, UNLV, no. No, no, no. Never. Like, that's what's so surprising here is it feels like people in the Pac-12 aren't even open to the conversation, which is stunning because you look at the way Angelinos travel to, to Las Vegas. You look at the Lakers that play a preseason game in Las Vegas every year. The NBA is massive there. The All-Star game was massive there. I think that, again, not to be redundant, but the way that the, the Vegas Golden Knights have really been embraced by that town, the way the the Raiders have been embraced by that town, it should be no surprise that major sports 
teams, conferences, companies want to do business in Las Vegas, Jake, and it it just feels like a little premature to be writing off UNLV and Las Vegas as a market for the Pac-12. Yeah, and I think, you know, especially like the point you make there about never being able to replace SC and, and really never being able to replace the Los Angeles market, I, I think is spot on. But hey, I, I think a nice secondary would be Las Vegas. I think, you know, again, I, yes, it is a transient town, but but if you project forward 20 years, is if you if you were to make an investment in that market, let's say, you know, before this calendar year is up or next calendar year, like, you know, in the next one to two years, does that investment then grow for your conference in terms of TV dollars yeah. because that market has grown and because that market has gone from just having summer league to now having a full flight NBA team, like having, you know, uh, no real baseball presence to having a full major league team. Like, like that's what I think you have to consider with UNLV. But ultimately I think that, that, um, that's really it for UNLV. And that's kind of the problem. You can paint a picture, but, but you know what the real problem is? How old you're 29. Yeah. Right. You have no idea who Jerry Tarkanian is. Yeah. You have no idea who George Ackles is. You have no idea who Grandmama is. Anderson Hunt. You know Greg Anthony is a basketball announcer. You don't know him as a guard on one of the best teams in the history of college basketball. Bro, what are you right? talking like, about, I man? Think, I think, and this is the same thing I say about Fresno all the time, and I'd love to get into this in the comments section. When we talk about relevant teams being added to the Pac-12, if they go through expansion, I think that's a big if. But if you look at Fresno State and UNLV, which one of those two is more relevant? And I mean, hell, we can throw in SMU as well. I don't think SMU or Fresno State are relevant. But man, you you look at UNLV's basketball history, I think there's something there. I do. I, I don't think that it is... I don't think it's nearly as much about UNLV as it is about Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I just think there is some kind of, I don't know, do you call it a, a, a pariah about Las Vegas in Pac-12 circles? I think there very well may be. As much as I think Southern California folks and West Coast folks love going to Las Vegas, I think there's, a, a, I don't know, what is a dirty little secret? Like, <laughs> I just think that Vegas has a stigma about it. And I think it hurts UNLV. Now, the scandals, the lack of quality, um, the lack of of really any, I don't know what, semblance of a winning yeah. tradition at UNLV, that really hurts you because all the other events that come to Las Vegas, look at NBA Summer League. That's a boom for that town, right? Look at the Super Bowl. That's a boom for that town. Bowl games, boom for that town. Yeah. But talk about UNLV, nobody talks about UNLV. Nobody. And that's part of the thing that's very difficult to deal with. Yes. Right? The relevancy like it is, is not particularly high. It, and I and I wonder, I wonder how important that is. I wonder how important that is. Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be, I mean, it has to be a big factor. I mean, you again, you look around the landscape and you look at who, who might be a potential candidate uh, and now, frankly, who is not a candidate based on our sources. And I think you start to understand that, you know, you, you have to, it almost feels like in the Pac-12, you have to be a no doubt about it type candidate. You have to be like, if someone said to the Pac-12, Hey, Alabama wants to join. What do you think? Well, obviously, Hey, Georgia wants to join. What do you think? Obviously. But, but if you're anything other than a top tier, top flight college football team, or are really uh, top tier school at that, they're not even going to consider it. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, by the way, uh, first comment today, a little controversial. It's Lopes Fangabe. And he says, speaking of deep insider, 
What's the latest on Jake's dating life? Deep Insider. Anita Dick and Ming. They know reset. Okay, that was awesome. That Gabriel, was awesome. You, sir, have crossed the that line. That was awesome. By it's the way, uh, Meat Rocket wants everybody to know that Meat Rocket is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so is it going to be that kind of day? Uh, Delambo says, stomp that like button like Draymond does. See, see what he did <laughs> see what he did there? Shams, by the way, is reporting that Draymond will not be suspended. Will not Good. be suspended. So uh, plenty of toast for all the butter. Are you taking over under on Jake getting married by 33? <laughs> Jesus. 33, 33 years from now? I think we're taking over-unders on that. 33 years. Uh, Mrs. Monty's burner account. I'd pick UNLV over Fresno, but that's just me. Okay. I, as okay. would I. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. You're absolutely embarrassing that account right now. You can't have real conversation when your name is Mrs. Monty's burner. Well, there is that. Y I mean, you can't do that, dude. That would be like, you know, that would be like Meat Rocket not making, you know, meat stick jokes all the time. Like, come on, dude. You got to step your game up here. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. Are we going to start a theme? Renee Roca says, questions virgins ask. Go. <laughs> okay, Jake, being a virgin, you're an expert in this one. Go right ahead. Uh, no, I, I'm actually not. What's that thing for? Hmm. Um, <laughs> outside the echo chamber, was Utah academically great prior to the Pac-12? Well, I don't. I think Utah's always been academically great. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it was a matter of, hey, they joined the, the, the Pac-12 and all of a sudden, you know, I, I just don't think that's the case. Rick James! I heard Monty got a bucked up enema. You can Excuse get a bucked me, up enema. a bucked up enema? No, I mean, I, I do have the uh, Mango Tango. Yeah, I'm on, you... that, I'm on that Pixie Stick Live today, bro. Pixie Pump. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, thanks to our friends at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show, um, there was a, uh, there was a moment, there was a moment last night where I went to the bucked up store to try and get Miami sold out again. I and guess I'll have to figure something out. The guy at the bucked up store said every day, somebody comes in here and says, Monty said, I got a free bucked up energy. Catch me outside. How about that? Cheers to you, my friends. Yeah. Cheers to you. How about that? But stop buying Miami so I can get some kind of brother. Can you break me off some Miami? Please do something for me. Mm. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. Mango Tango. And again, the Pixie Pump. Yes. Fantastic. Get it at uh, buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. But you guys, I really encourage you, if you're new to this show, and I know we have a lot of new uh, viewers on this show every day, if you're new to this show, go get the free samples from Bucked Up. It's in the description below. It's been a boom for our listeners. You get three free samples of any bucked up pro product that you want. I would encourage you to use their pre-workout. If you're a gym guy, if you are, if you need something in the middle of the day and you know that feeling, it's after lunch and you're just in that lull and you're not really feeling it, something like the, the Pixie Pump. Yes. They have non-stim, which is what the Pixie Pump is. It's not, which means it's got no caffeine or stimulant in it. But it just you know opens up your mind. It makes you feel more alert. Absolutely, today at 1.30, I was up at 5 this morning, went and worked out, played a bunch of golf today, a little bit of low energy today. Boom, bang the pixie pump, feels so much better. That sounds different. But anyway, after banging the pixie pump, you know, 
Um, I felt much better, and I'm telling you, that's the best part about Bucked Up Energy. So get the free samples, use the pre-workout, low stim, high stim, anything you want, and you get a free Bucked Up shaker. They are the best shakers in the business. Um, I love them because you can customize the colors. If you are an Oregon fan, if you're an Old Miss fan, you can get that white, blue, and red. If there are no Florida State fans, yeah, so I don't not, need I mean, to worry about that. Yeah. If you're a Notre Dame right, fan, big. yeah, you can get the gold and blue. Whatever colors you want, whatever you need, get it at buckedup.com. Click the link below in the description on this YouTube or podcast. It says free samples from Bucked Up. Hook it up. They'll send it right to your front door for free. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, Bucked Up Energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Outside the echo chamber. Whoa. Comment dump. Uh, outside the echo chamber, Jake has dreams of soaking one day. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be the earthquake? Truck Stop Gumby says Pixie Pump sounds sus. Oh, dude, oh, it's, it's not. It's good, bro. It's, it's really not. good. It, I mean, I, I won't lie. It tastes like candy. You yeah. pour the, the powder out of the little yeah, tube. Let me, uh, let me uh, pour the powder out the tube. Jake, show them yeah. how it's done. Uh-huh. Uh, yep, you just pour uh, that powder right out the tube, and then you don't do anything. You just let it melt on your tongue, and it's good to go. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's good. It's great. I love the watermelon. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's not sus at all, you guys. No, it's not. It's actually, and you know what's impressive about it? You can just, like, even while doing the show, or, like, you know, at your desk, or any, like, it works. You can chill next to you while you're doing whatever you're doing, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, I think, uh, I I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, I would encourage you to check it out. By the way, um, you never know if you if you guys send us, um, you know, pictures of you with our with bucked up. If you guys send us pictures of you with our Papa Murphy's pizza deal, any of that, yeah, maybe you get free gear for it. Maybe who knows, right? Hook it up, the Monty Show. Fear the deer. Why would it be good Draymond doesn't get suspended, Jake? We'll talk about that coming up in 40 minutes. I think it is the biggest NBA story, no doubt. Um, David Johnson says, go Rebels. I really hope Christopher Johnson. What did Christopher Johnson say? Johnson. Johnson. Uh, (laughs) Barry Odom will turn UNLV around. He needs to. I mean, UNLV, the brand that was Jerry Tarkanian, Tark the Shark. Those of us that grew up in the 90s, Dude, my I kid you not, my favorite basketball player for like three months was George Ackles. Stay hard. Who remembers Big George Ackles, the center at UNLV during the, the heyday of Tark the Shark and What's up, big bro? Duke and UNLV and the massive shorts with untucked jerseys? Like, George Ackles was my dude. Um, I loved UNLV. I think we all loved UNLV basketball, except Jake, who's never heard of him. But that that's fine. You know. Good talk. That's fine. Uh, Chad Masters says, Reedley, California is nice this time of year. Hey, dude. I I have spent time in Reedley, California. I'm telling you. Levi Long. What's up, Levi? A bucked up enema would be painful. Dude. Had a colonoscopy last um, week. Trust me. Um, there are things you um, think about. Uh, Taco and Tech. Does it take two to mango tango? So do you see what he did there? It, does it take two to tango? But instead he did, does it take two to mango, mango tango? Like you know. the flavor of Bucked Up, because Bucked Up's the official energy drink of the Monty show. Yeah. Uh, Dale Donuts. Did he just say he's banging pixies? Tinkerbell is hot. Hey, man. Um, I ain't got no shame. Um, uh, Patrick Bourne says Big 12 is open for business. You know what? I, I think this is a really fascinating point. 
I don't think anything is going to happen for a significant amount of time. And I, hey, listen, I know that we all have our trusted, you know, shows that we watch or whatever. I have not heard one time in, I don't know what, the last month, you know, nobody has said to me, oh, hey, these guys are going right now. Guys, 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 guys. Because that's not how it works. And this was the issue with the Colorado rumors last week. Yeah. You can't go into an executive session behind closed doors and vote to leave the the, the Pac-12. That's um, like, legally you can't. Um, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, you got to. That's got. That's public business. Yes, right. And we were told nothing significant was determined in that meeting. Nothing significant was determined. Nothing changed. It was pretty much a status meeting, and there were other athletic issues discussed. And they did discuss Big Twelve, Pac-12. But I will the the only thing that I would tell you is I've I've heard multiple times that the Pac-12 presidents are well aware of what the number is. They know what their deal is going to look like. And I've heard that a dozen times. You know. They know the number that and again, the number that keeps coming back to me is $22 million per school per year. Yeah. That is a number that consistently resonates with the sources that I talk to. And it's not surprising to me. It, it really is not because ESPN, as we, as we told you last week, ESPN and the Pac-12 are talking. Uh, once more, they are reengaged. And that number has not moved off of $90 million. No, no, no. So ESPN is willing to pay the Pac-12 $90 million a year. per. You know, that's $9 million per school. Yeah. And I do believe that ESPN would go up to $100 million per year to the Pac-12, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that is the max, and I think that's going to be pulling teeth to get that done. And so you see Patrick saying, hey, the the you know the, the Big 12 is open for business. I don't think the, the Big 12 has ever not been open for Seriously, business. Seriously, the phone's always been on, bro. And again, I, all of the things, and I always tell you guys this, apply some common sense to the stuff you hear. You know, like, as, as somebody that's been involved in the Pac-12 for over a decade, you have to understand that this conference has very thin skin. And I think the conference never got over. So whenever you have tumult and instability like this, I think you are going to see that you, you have a group of presidents that, um, what's the right way to say this? They're, they're not real tough people. Yeah. They're not people that are going to do well with this stuff. Um, I look at the situation with Rick George in that tweet the other day. I think that that was his that that was his breaking point, because when when you have an account that I don't know how it's probably a bot. I have no idea. But when that account is tweeting that Colorado's taking a vote to leave the Pac-12, that never happened. And somebody like Rick George, who's an athletic director has no reason not to call that out because this conference right now is at a boiling point. They are frustrated. They are, I think, frankly, they are humiliated. And I think they want to get to the end of the road as soon as they can. But you have to work through the process. So when you hear things like, oh, Colorado's taking a vote to leave on Monday, they're not. Yeah. Nobody right now is taking a vote to leave. And frankly, I would go as far as to say, I believe nine out of these 10 schools know what they're going to do. I think there are a couple. I really don't believe that Washington State has a real thorough idea 
or has a real vetted out plan as to what it's going to do if multiple teams leave the Pac-12? Obviously not. I can tell you Oregon, Washington, I think Oregon, now that they have an interim president, is much more active and agile in the process. I can tell you President Kase at Washington, President Crow at Arizona State, President Robbins at Arizona, Taylor Randall at Utah, they all have plans in place. They know what they're going to do. Their board of regents, their management is on board with them. They're, nine out of 10 of these presidents are very good administrators. They're well-respected. Excuse me, they're well-respected in their communities. Nothing here is shocking. Nothing here is, you know, like you, you, you see some of these shows that are like, oh, stunning news. It's not stunning to anybody in the Pac-12. Because again, I've heard enough and I've heard it enough times that I believe these presidents know exactly what their TV deal is valued at per school. I truly believe they know that. And I think George Klyovkov is trying to find a life, a life raft right Thanks. now. I think that's really what he's after. Yeah. And I think that's why you hear things like I on TV. I think that's why you hear things um, you know, like the CW. I think that's why you hear all of these one-off you know, oddball networks being mentioned as, hey, this could be a home. Yeah. Because George is out knocking on every door that will answer him. And unfortunately for him, I just think he's not getting the answers from the people he's talking to that he needs. And I think that is a, that is a, a huge problem for George because I think $22 million is the number. Uh-huh. If you had a gun to my head today and said, I need to know the number, I would tell you I think it's $22 million a year per school. That's what I would tell you. I believe, I believe that is the number that that the Pac-12 can expect to get, yeah. and I think it's incredibly disappointing. Yeah, I I agree. It's incredibly disappointing. I think it has massive implications. Uh, most notably, that schools will probably leave if that is in fact the number. Uh, and I also think your point about backup plans. You know, Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Neve- uh, Neveras was on our uh, show uh, what last week or two weeks ago now. Uh, and talk specifically about that. So, you know, if you're looking for a little bit different of a perspective, I would tell you to go watch that interview too, because I think she really spelled out like their position and their perspective, which is not really, hey, if it's going to happen, more so like when, you know, the San Diego States of the world or when, you know, other teams might leave the Mountain West to go to places like the Pac-12, what the contingency plan is. And I think her contingency plan could bring a lot of light to what a a, a Pac-12 school's contingency plan would look like. Yeah, and I, I think one of the other issues here, and I think it's really important that we all understand this, you're not just going to get a deal and all of a sudden that's your TV deal. And <clears> again, <throat> just in, in, in the vein of, hey, let's remove some of the fog and the smoke here. The actual process is, George Klyovkov's going to make the best deal he can make. The executive committee is always up to date on what he's doing. He briefs his executive committee almost daily. Anytime he talks to somebody or has a conversation, an email exchange, the executive committee, which is three presidents in the conference, that executive committee is up to date and aware. The issue is each one of those presidents has what's called a pod that they deal with. They have a group of schools, each one of those executive members. They know they can't get a grant of rights. Because remember how these things work. The deal with ESPN or whoever the distribution partner is, 
is not with Oregon and Washington and Arizona State and Colorado. It's with the Pac-12. The Pac-12 goes to each one of those members, issues them a contract, essentially. They sign it, and then they get all 10 remaining members to sign that contract. That's called a grant of rights. That releases George Klyovkov to go and sign a distribution deal with said distribution partner. But if you don't have a grant of rights, you don't have a TV deal. Yeah. And if all 10 of those members don't sign that grant of rights, you don't have a TV deal. And the biggest hurdle is not who is going to carry our programming. It's getting 10 really intelligent, strong, willful people to agree to one TV deal. Yeah. And I think when it's built up this long, and when you have people that are, you know, frustrated, disappointed, embarrassed, when you have people in positions where they're being asked questions they don't know the answer to, think about that. You're the president of Stanford University, California, Berkeley, Utah. Yeah. Any of these major players. And your constituents who you answer to are like, hey, President Randall, what's going on here? Hey, President Kose, when are we going to get this done? Um, um, and all you um, can tell them is we're working through the process. It's a process. We're trying. We're working on it. What you want me to say to them? We're making progress. At some point... It becomes you feeling frustrated over it. Yeah. And I think that's where just about all of these presidents are. It's why you see the occasional break in decorum. And you have presidents talking to the media. Because they get to a breaking point where they're tired of hearing about it. Yes. And that, that to me is, I can empathize with that. And when I say empathize with that, put yourself, sit yourself at the table with President Kosse. Because I think she truly is the broker in that conference. President Kosse up at, at Washington. Yeah. Put yourself behind her desk. And you were promised, hey, we're going to get, you know, hey, we're getting $500 million a year without USC. You know. We're each going to make $50 million a year here. Yes, sir. Let's do it. And you're at, let's pretend I'm right, $22 million a year. It's not the best situation, and we all know that. We're at $222 million a year. I mean, can you imagine the um, level of frustration? Um, can you imagine the level of disappointment? Can you imagine having been involved in hiring George Klyovkov? And I'm told this is a real conversation behind the scenes. They have, in in from what people have told me, whether it's you know whether it's it's been close or not, I don't know. But there are people who are questioning George Klyovkov's ability to be a conference commissioner. Yeah. And this dude's like 15 minutes on the job, man. Yeah. I, I, you just, there's nobody that's in a good place in the Pac-12. But is it shocking that they would be, that they would be, you know, questioning George Klyavkov's ability, his viability? It's not, his... Not, not really, not, not, not shocking at all. Yeah. But it just tells you, it, it makes you wonder, like, what was the hiring process here? What were you looking at? Because... Again, whether you're a Pac-12 person or a Big 12 fan or a Pac-12 supporter, whatever, you can't argue. It is inarguable that Brett Yormark has run circles around George Klyovkov. And not just like once. No, multiple times, but it's because 
George has had to deal with fire after fire after fire after fire. Like, hey, we're losing USC and UCLA. Hey, the president at USC screwed us. My fucking She ass. absolutely lied to us. Screwed us. They're gone. It's over. Well, I got this board of regents, guys. That was the other thing. I think that's where really George Klyavkov lost a lot of these presidents. Yeah. Because he was, he was assuring people, I'm told by sources, he was assuring people, hey, Board of Regents, they're going, they're going to keep UCLA in the conference. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Didn't happen. You look at that fire. You look at the, like all of this stuff, all of these presidents talking to the media. Hey, this guy's jumping. That guy's jumping. George Klyavkov trying to keep all of these presidents together in un, in a unified fashion. And I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a ringleader chasing monkeys around the circus, dude. But I also think that part of, part of the problem is that he's not able to, clearly is not able to communicate in a direct, you know, an effective manner. I mean, why would you say, hey, well, like, you know, we're good, USC's staying, when, when you know that there are issues there. UCLA Even, is staying. Or UCLA is staying yeah. when you know there are issues there, right? Like, But like, it's why would you ever use the words my back of the envelope calculation? Exactly. Like the, that's the stuff that's like, hey, man, like you're not exactly a competent, you know, amazing, you know, really yeah. the guy to lead us is the, the running joke on the show that I've started is you're not the guy to build Noah's Ark to ride that thing out into the ocean and find a TV deal. You're not that guy, pal. And 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 I don't think it's too strong to say that because if he was that guy, we'd be getting him in the media regularly because that's the other thing that nobody, and, and, and we're not really interested in talking about all these other shows, but when I look around this topic on YouTube, in the news, uh, you know, on Twitter, nobody is talking about the fact that George Klyavkov is not doing media. And not not, not only not doing one. media, you said how many times he's not permitted to do media. No, he has to get the permission of the executive board to do interviews. Which is truly just incredible <laughs> to me when you look at the like because when I look at that relationship, I say, okay, he's an employee to those to those people, the board Correct. of regents and all those people. But but Brett your mark technically is in the exact same position, but doesn't it feel like he's in a completely different the position? The difference is Brett Yormark is confident. He is an operator. He is proven Facts. in previous employment and now his current position in the Big 12. He has proven himself. Yeah. He is, he is somebody that conference leadership in the Big 12 is proud of. He is somebody that the presidents tout. I mean, the guy just has kicked ass since day one on the job. When he, I mean, his first day, he was traveling around the conference, making relationships, building the bridge, understanding the pressure, understanding the issues, you know, offering, you know, I've, I, it's been described to me so many times that, that Brett Yormark is a guy that is solutions-based. He's a guy that if you say to him, hey, we've got to find a way to make, you know, like, let's take Kansas City. We got to find a way to get out of Dallas or Las Vegas. He created Kansas City in this event and got Shaq to be a DJ. And because I could tell you, I've also heard many times, not everybody in the conference was thrilled about the, the hip hop lifestyle coming into the Big 12. Right. A lot of people were not happy with it. It was a resounding success. I am told not everybody in the conference is on board with Rucker Park.
Bonnie, please. But those things are happening, and the 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 just unwavering support amongst people who don't agree with the way you're doing things. Yes. I don't want Kansas City and hip hop. I don't want Rucker Park in the inner city of New York. Yeah. And those people still roundly support Brett Yormark. That tells you the difference between George Klyovkov and Brett Yormark. And I think the other issue is, I don't know that it's all on George Klyovkov. That thing has been a shit show since day one. Whether it's officiating and lawyers in the replay booth and the Aria Hotel Casino and Resort, <laughs> like the downtown office buildings, like the leadership from day one in the Pac-12 was seriously flawed. Yeah. So I think the bar is pretty low, and that's the issue for George Klyovkov. The bar when he got there was exceptionally low. Yeah. He's never raised it. He's never made moves to raise that bar, right? And so he may well be looking for employment and he's the guy that's going to go to TridayTrading.com and get that $30 membership for $10 uh, and, and and live the rest of his life as a multimillionaire. Thanks. Bro, dude. Nothing. nothing. That's some of your no, best hello. work, dude. Is, is this, this thing, thing on? on? Dude, hold on. Let me wait. Is we, this thing? Are you I kidding me? I need to knock on the door here. Are, yeah. Are you guys? Hello? 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 Hey, I, the show's on, bro. That's some of your Tri best work right there. Thank you. Tridaytrading.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. You guys, I, I want you to go there right now and at least look at it. Take a look at Triday Trading because how many people listening to this show got out of bed today and said, damn it, I don't want to do that report. I don't want to write that synopsis. I don't want to build another damn website. <coughs> Somebody said to me the other day, are you being serious? Because I don't want to build another WordPress website. That's where people are Damn. in an economy where you're reliant on a paycheck because it is the drug they give you to forget your dreams, your paycheck, right? Get to TridayTrading.com. Just go look at this graphic on their website. It's on the front page of the website and look at step two. Try us for 30 days for only $10. It's a special offer for those who register and watch their, you, you, you can watch their free webinar before or after, it doesn't matter. Uh, but $10, it'll be, look at that last line, donated to a charitable organization, and you get the full deal. You get the full shebang. Yeah. You're giving them $10 for charity. They're giving you a 30-day membership. You get one-on-one -on -one professional coaching where they teach you how to use their proprietary systems to leverage the foreign currency markets, to leverage the stock market in day trades where they're full-time traders, people have gone through their program and are trading full-time, are making thousands of dollars a day. Did you make $1,000 today? Tridaytrading.com. Oh, you didn't make $1,000. Tridaytrading.com. Did you, you want to side hustle? You want to stop doing DoorDash? Make real money in your side hustle. Tridaytrading.com. Stop buying Amazon crates. Tridaytrading.com right? Stop driving Uber or Lyft. Stay home. Trydaytrading.com. If you're somebody that drives Uber or Lyft, what do you have to lose? Instead of working for somebody else, start your own business at Trydaytrading.com for 10 bucks. $10 won't even buy you a tank of gas as an Uber, a Lyft, an Uber Eats, a DoorDasher. Make real money. 
Buy the car you want, the home you want, the life you want, the, the, the vacations you've always dreamed of. TridayTrading.com, a $10 membership for 30 days. Hook it up at TridayTrading.com. Uh, outside the echo chamber says, Altimore Graphics put the hockey stick to shame. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean, bro? Uh, that segue busted me up out loud at the gym. Folks looking at me. Fuck them. Hey, exactly right. Shit. Exactly right. <laughs> Truck stop Gumby. I'm not a smart man, but I know this. Brett Yormark's mom was open for business. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Left, let's leave this Dude, out. Let's leave. This is a family program. Let's leave Brett program. Yormark's mom out of this, and I'll leave this out of your mom, okay? Um, wow. And I'll leave this. Never mind. <laughs> Patrick Bourne, George should take a conference that is actually unified and down to earth. Well, that I don't disagree with that. Lamont Tucker says, Monty and Jake, what's good, guys? Lamont, you're good, man. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, that transition to a sponsor is goaded. That's Thank what I'm you. talking about, bro. Come Thank on. Thank you. Thank you. W, WW, you think that sometimes when he's alone, Klyovkov gets on YouTube and streams the show and wonders where it all went so long? <laughs> I'm betting he does. He may. He may. Uh, Mr. Monkey says, when your mark was born, he declared he's open for business. Exactly. Oh my right. God, just like that. Oh. Uh, Brett Burnett, Texas, Oklahoma, USC, and UCLA will all regret leaving except for the money. Oh, I don't think so. I think that Texas and Oklahoma, and a lot of Utah fans try to like give me crap about this. I told you 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm not even patting myself on the you back. You can go which, look. You can go look. Go My check guy it out. over here is taking a ton of heat for it. 10 years ago, I told you that Texas and USC with BYU were talking about a way to form a conference or at least a group of schools who could independently operate, schedule, revenue, TV deal on their own. And they were never able to do it. They were never able to do it. And now what's happened? Texas is in a new conference, the SEC. USC's in the Big Ten and BYU's in the Big 12. This is not something that happens yeah. shazam overnight. These deals take years to get done. How long have we been talking about BYU football, Bronco Mendenhall begging the Austin American statesman to do an interview so he could beg to get in the Big 12? Like a decade, dude. Yeah. A decade. It takes a long, long time, man. It really does. Clint Moses says, young and hip, bape jerseys and Ashante. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. Okay. Jacob DeLambo. George is busy trying to find an envelope big enough for his TV deal numbers, dude. I think that is one of the comments he will regret <laughs> forever. Is my back of the envelope, Cal, you remember that when he was talking I, it was on the Kenzano Wilner podcast and USC was ready to bail they were gone yeah UCLA was battling the the California Education System Board of Regents the Cal State Board of Regents and Klyovkov goes on the Kenzano Wilner podcast to just do a hit piece like they let him on and they never asked a counter question they never asked a follow-up nothing and he went on <laughs> about how you know, he said all kinds of crazy stuff, but essentially he said, hey, my back of the envelope calculations say, and off of memory, I could be wrong, I believe he was saying they're going to lose money on travel. Yeah. And he had no numbers to back it up because he was later asked, hey, do you have the numbers to back up those calculations? I believe it was at Pac-12 Basketball Media Day 
uh, last year. He was asked, hey, do you have the do you have the actual data to back that up? And he's like, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm not giving that to you. I'm not, you can go do the math. Like super defensive. Yeah. That's where I think the wheels fell off of this thing. When he could not provide backup, actual evidence. And then he also went on to say that like no fans want this to happen. Um, then like this, I, I, I want to say it was a student newspaper at SC uh, did a poll of, of SC students who all wanted it to happen, UCLA students who all wanted it to happen. He said you know. he had talked to hundreds of people and none of them said they were in favor of the move. Like, yeah. just a, he, he bloviated. He made stuff up to help himself, in my opinion. And I think that really cost him credibility with his, with his presidents. Yeah. I think this was a very bad deal. Aaron Wilson, who, by the way, thank you for gifting memberships on the show. He did one today. Uh, gifted one membership that went to Drew Money. Drew Money. Good to see you, Drew. Uh, says Klyavkak. Yes. Facts. Yes. Uh, outside the echo chamber, I think the Big 12 would agree with that, Connor. Uh, Connor Johnson said Cal going to the Big 12. Right, exactly. Uh, Oakley Marquez says hit the like button, people. Yeah, we've had... Uh, we have had... 2,000 people watching the show, 87 likes. So, hey, you know what? We're right on top of yes. 16,000 subs, Get by the way. Get us to 16,000. Let's go, baby. We are at, uh, so hit the like button. We are at uh, 15,986. Come on, man. Get us to 14 subscribers to go. Uh, hit the like button, please. And if you're new to the channel, give us, give us a try. Hit the subscribe button. Really appreciate that. Um... Let's see, who else? Rick James says, West Virginia lost some money on travel but upgraded all of their facilities, so still making money. And I yeah. think West Virginia, you know, I, I, I have a lot of respect for West Virginia. I think West Virginia takes a lot of heat that they don't deserve. Uh, I think regionally speaking, it's very difficult to educate at a high level in that region, and that, that's where I will leave that statement. I'm not saying people are dumb or... But when you look at the Whatever. industry that is in the West Virginia area and the general region, you're not talking about you're not talking about people who are focused on, hey, I got to go get a master's degree. I want to be an engineer. You're talking about people that are in blue collar labor positions. Yeah. So the 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 socioeconomic, you know, it, it you know issues demos they're very different in that neck of the woods. It is a having been there, it is a very different place to live your life. So I have a lot of respect for, for West Virginia. Yes, they are very low, low ranked. Very low ranked. Very, very low ranked um, academically. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. David Helms, what time are we talking hockey playoffs? NHL greater than NBA. Go Vegas Golden Knights. Okay, be better, bro. Be better. I mean, I know you didn't just roll in here with a Golden Knights take. Well, I'm, what's wrong with that? I actually don't disagree with that. Early rounds in the NHL. Now I will say the the Sacto Golden State series is changing that, uh -huh. but I I have no nothing but love for the NHL playoffs. Yeah, nothing. Um, Big Bumbo twenty two, uh, clearly a USC fan. Pac ten is basura, basura because it's garbage, which means garbage, which means garbage. Because it's garbage in Latin. Latin. It's not. It's Spanish. Uh, Patrick Bourne says, woohoo, 102 likes. I like it. Let's go. I absolutely like it. 117 likes. Appreciate you guys. 
Uh, we are at 15,986 still. So let's get on the stick here, people. Hit the subscribe button. Yeah, do it. Uh, Gary says, uh, thanks for having us uh, be you, Patrick. Okay. Uh, I'm an engineer, LOL, Gary says. Where are you from, Gary? Are you originally? You're not originally from Utah, are you? No. Uh, Rick James. Rick James. Uh, they do promise scholarships, so they take in a lot of students that most schools wouldn't. Truth. Truth. You are, you are in West Virginia. There's a lot of people who, who are auto bids to West Virginia. Yeah. So, yes, I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Ooh, comment dump. Uh, CKS. Uh, beyond me also kind of where did it become an us or them thing big 12 fans seem destined uh the pack 12 dies well maybe maybe i don't know about that uh five dollar tip from cowboy country oaky state fan says in theory if espn cw apple amazon did 10 million per uh team couldn't the pack 12 have a comprehensive package that's worth 40 million absolutely not because if you look at that grouping of broadcasters what does ESPN have? What's the leverage for them to be in business with Apple? And what's the, what is the, the, you know, like what, what would be the reason for Apple and Amazon to tag team on a deal? What would be the reason for Apple TV and ESPN and the CW and Amazon all to be in the same pot for the Pac-12? Um, um, that doesn't make a lot of sense. All you're doing is diluting. And by the way, then people are going to have to figure out where your game is. Yes. Um, and I think the one, the other thing you got to remember here is the CW is not involved. The CW was, was very much about regionality. You know, um, the CW was talking about O and O stations only owned yes. and operated stations only. We talked to a very, uh, very high up member at the CW who told us straight away, this was a regional deal only. We were never offering our flagship owned and operated stations such as WGN in Chicago. They were never going to be in Florida. The Pac-12 on CW was never going to be in Florida, New York, New Jersey. Um, they were never going to be in the, the, the upper Northeast. That was never going to happen. They were not going to be across the, the Mountain West. They yeah. were not going to be across the Midwest. They were going to be on their O&O stations um, in in. Western markets. That's it. Yeah. That, that was the extent of it. So you look at you look at some of these things, and I, I just listen. I know that it is something that a lot of people are trying to figure out, and I I just don't see a deal like that. Cowboy Country, ESPN, and the CW are competitors. Um, Apple and Amazon are absolutely competitors, and I don't think Apple wants anything to do with uh, with a a. And I could be wrong about this, but I don't believe that Apple wants anything to do with a full package or Amazon wanting anything to do with no, a full no, package. No, no, no. I think straight away here, Amazon wanted a weekly, a game of the week, which I, I believe we're still the only ones that have exclusively reported that. it makes that. sense. They wanted, from what I understand, uh, TV industry source told us they wanted a Friday night Pac-12 football game. Think about it. Thursday night football with the NFL, Friday night football with college, and now you're on your way for the weekend. They're and good. I, I just think that Amazon Prime Sports is it a is it a very important juncture in their existence, and I think I I I truly believe that they're where you want to be. Yeah, I will just sit here again and tell you. Well, at some point, 
you know, someone's going to go all in on streaming. I mean, at some point, someone's going to say to the Amazons of the world, hey, I know we're no Netflix with Love is Blind, but we're going to try and do an all streaming deal with you. And, how you know, how can you help us? We're no Love is Blind. Yeah. Love is Blind. You know, the live streaming event that didn't work? Love is <laughs> Did you actually, you know that show? A little bit, yeah. Uh, okay. Listen, I think it is, I think it's very interesting. And again, this is just me. I think it's very interesting that Netflix is having the worst week of their existence. <laughs> they had the Love is Blind thing. They missed, Netflix missed the target for subscribers and is really struggling to keep their stock price afloat because like it's their, their stock price yeah i mean is just terrible i mean oh my god it's in the dumps it's rough dude maybe like, you should have plugged in the internet cable on the live stream and that wouldn't have happened you know i i I, I think it is one of those things that you just cannot you can't quantify the damage that was done um, by this by this love is blind thing. Yeah. And I do think that it hurts sports streaming as a whole because I think people I think people view Netflix as a major player. And I right now I don't know that they are. Like I I mean, again, I watch very few shows yeah. on Netflix. I I can tell you though, I uh, I absolutely watch a ton of shows on Paramount. And you know how I get Paramount? Amazon Prime Video. Mm. So I, I watch my... Oh. I watch my Mayor of King, Kingstown. During the colonoscopy prep, I watched uh, Tulsa Kings. And? What'd you think? I loved it. I yeah. thought Stallone was awesome. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think it is one of these things that you just can't... You just, I, I don't know. There's man. no going back. There's no fixing it. You can't unwind the clock. There's no, there's no, you know, you, you can't run from the idea that you completely fell on your face with one of the biggest shows on Netflix because you wanted to live stream it instead of just release it like normal. Like there's no unwinding that clock. And, and on one hand, yeah, it gives, it gives sports streaming a bad name. But on another hand, it makes the reliability that Amazon brings very valuable. And I think Netflix has to figure out what its lane is and stay there. And I, and honestly, I don't even think they got to figure out what their lane is. I think they just need to accept that that is their lane and it is what it is. Their stock today, Netflix, I'm looking at the live ticker on their stock. Um, their stock is off at least 25 points today um, and after hours trading. Um, um, and you know what it is? A lot of people are terrified about this Netflix password crackdown. Yeah. Because that's going into effect now. Like, And that's terrifying, dude. That is terrifying. I, I mean, it is. tracking and. Yeah, I think it is, I, 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 dude, I think Netflix is at a really important time. And again, this is why I say Amazon you know, Prime Sports is at a very important time in this world. Yeah. You know, uh, Mark Hales, how the heck are you? Thanks for your service. Nobody would watch them in the East or the South anyway. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Dodger fan says, haven't listened in a couple of weeks. How are you, Monty and Jake? Good Dodger fan. Good to see you. Yeah, how are you, sir? Yeah, how are you? Have you got Otani yet? You don't. You don't. Um, By the way, Dodger fan, how bad are my Cubs? Jeez, they were out in L.A. last week. and yeah, uh, Fear the deer. Melbourne is getting a preseason NHL game in September. Super excited. I think Melbourne, Australia is a great market. I really do. I, I, uh, I love it. Um, Patrick Bourne says the Monty show starts shortly. 
Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Any news on the NBC negotiations? Uh, Bryce Martin says, I, I have not heard word one about that. Again, I think this is George Klyavkov trying to find a bucket and find mm-hmm. a place. And I, I, we, I, I think we talked about it when we broke that news first on the show that I think it's a long shot. Just because I think NBC has, NBC has a lot of issues as far as like coverage. I think they could use a few games sporadically. Yeah. They don't need a full. Again, George Klyovkov needs somebody that needs a full slate of programming. Who does that? And I don't know who does that. I do not know who does that. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know how, I don't no, know. I don't think, I don't think there, there is anybody who does that. And I think that that's the problem. I think, again, it's supply and demand, as we've said it on is. the show a hundred times. Like, if you don't have, if your product is not valuable and, and you're not a commodity, people are not going to go out of their way to acquire it. And I think that's, you know, it, and it's so funny, you know, we're, uh, if you've been listening to the show lately, you know, we're getting into golf and we're, we're doing all this stuff and we'll talk about golf later in the show, but it reminds me of the old adage of golf clubs, right? We're talking to this guy today. Oh man, you know, this brand is so expensive and that brand is chill, but it's okay. Like it's the same thing in these TV deals. Like, Hey, the PXG or, uh, uh, the PAC 12 is, is, is not valuable, right? So no one's going to pay top dollar for a product. That's not valuable. I would agree. But the big 12, while is it's not top of the market, it's right in the middle and they've got reliability and they're getting paid and they're doing all these cool things. Because they have a commissioner that's an operator. That's right. And that's just, I just, there's, ultimately, Georgia's never going to get away from that. Uh, Robert Sanders says, the Big 12 would love to have Cal, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado because adding P5 schools triggers an automatic media cash boost. I don't think, the problem with Cal is, I think Cal and Stanford are tied. I think they're not going anywhere without the other. Um, they do a ton of business together. Having worked at the great KMBR 680, I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think, I truly believe Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford go to the Big Ten. That's my opinion. Yeah. I think if you, I think if I was a betting man, I would the Arizona schools, Colorado, and I think Gonzaga make up the first four into the Big Twelve because I just don't think Utah's ready Gonzaga. to make the move. I don't. Uh, Connor Tulin says, where is that no, no, no drop from? Oh, that's easy. That's Lisa Wilson's best friend. No, no, no. Denying that Zach Wilson had sex with her. No, no, no. That's from an Instagram post where Lisa Wilson introduces her best friend. And immediately they're like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not the one. You know. No, no, no. He didn't didn't throw it through my uprights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Brett Yormark's burner phone. (laughs) <laughs> Apple will screw the Pac-12. <laughs> hey, man. That's the kind of energy I like to see in the chat, dude. You know. That's what I like to see. Gary says, you're not, you, you are right. I was born and raised in Utah, but I was born in Indy. I was, you're right. I'm not born and raised in Utah. I was born in India, lived in New York for a bit, and been in Utah for the rest. Love there you Utah. Go. There you go. We choose to live in Utah. I don't have to live here. I've lived in just about every corner of this country. And I am not from Utah, um, and I choose to live here. I, I love it here. Um, but, yeah, dude. Um, mm. uh, Mr. Monkey says Netflix sucks. Okay. Does Netflix really suck? You know. What do you guys do? In, in the comments section, what's your favorite streaming service? 
Because mine's without doubt Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. I think it's the easiest, quickest one to use. Yep. Uh, you can rent movies. You can buy movies. You can go through other streaming services. Like I think it's it's easy peasy. I mean, it's not as easy as as ordering Papa Murphy's Pizza in the Papa Murphy's app. Like because nothing is. Because um, it's just cake. I mean, when you want a you know a medium two topping pizza for six ninety nine, that's way easier than going to Netflix. Whether it's game day, movie night, or just a busy day, it's always time for Papa Murphy's. And now you can get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99. That's right. The whole family can get exactly what they want any day of the week for any occasion. Any toppings, any sauce, only $6.99. Now that's medium. If only everything else in life was like our deal. Papa Murphy's. We make great pizza so you can make the pizza great. Order online today at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, papamurphys.com. You can also download the Papa Murphy's app, which I think is super easy. I'm telling you guys, the order at Papa Murphy's is get the medium. If you want the medium, two toppings, six ninety nine, sausage and cheese, done. Uh, I'm a I'm a traditional crust barbecue sauce, herb mix, absolutely herb mix. Um, and then I am a mushroom, actually, onion extra mushroom, right. With, oh, that herb mix makes the world go round. Uh, put a little cheese on top of that. Good to go. Get the meatball marinara. Get the, uh, absolutely get the take and bake chocolate chip cookies. Boom, done. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Um, let's see. Do you guys, uh, Renee Roca says, for my ADD uh, short, YouTube vids are king. A lot of people like YouTube. Yeah. A lot of people like YouTube. Um, Amazon, there's plenty of toast for all the butter, says Amazon and Netflix are the only ones I have. You're in good shape, dude. Yeah. Uh, Connor Johnson says, did Jake hit the wrong button again? What do you mean? What do you mean, man? What I you talking about? Button. What you talking about? Uh, immaculate. Ooh, I like your avatar. Amazon is on the rise. Netflix is falling. HBO Max is pretty nice, but limited. You know, I had HBO Max and I just never used it. I really don't care if you think it's us. Never use it. Brad Turner, what's up, Brad? Good to see you, dude. Uh, gotta go Disney Plus. Reliable for the kids. Give me, um, give me Bluey all day. Bluey. I don't know what that is, but Disney Plus is solid, dude. Absolutely solid. Um, hit the link, like the Hulk. Okay, you know. Uh, let's see. Connor Johnson says, uh, it's just max going forward. Uh, okay. Facebook sports. Uh, Loke man says, what is Facebook sports? No idea. Is Facebook sports like a real thing? You know, Connor Johnson says the commercial placement just seemed random to me. Well, I'm the one that triggers the commercials. Giggity says, does Pornhub count as a streaming service? <laughs> Bet you weren't expecting this one. <laughs> well played, sir. Oh, giggity. Anytime you see Giggity come in, first of all, hello, Phoenix. Uh, always good to talk to our... We, Phoenix is a big market for us. A lot of people always ask us, um, you know, hey, uh, Bluey, Jordan Royal says Bluey is an, am, uh, an amazing show. Okay, I'm down. A lot of people ask us where our biggest markets are. Los Angeles, certainly Utah, the state of Utah. Yeah. Um, is number one, but Los Angeles, San Diego, uh, Las Vegas, Phoenix, New York, uh, New York city, Chicago, Illinois is a big one for us. Boise, Seattle. Um, 
All over Texas, Dallas, Houston, Lubbock. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love our friends at Texas Tech. Thank you. The Big 12 Footprints. That's exactly right. Uh, Plenty of Toast says, will you ever make a commenter wall of fame? We should. We should. Giggity would would be one of the first ones. Mayor McCluskey would be there for sure. Lopes Van Gabe, another uh, Phoenician. It doesn't get much better than a Giggity comment. Well done, sir. That's what I'm saying. casual. That's what I'm saying. Jim Choi. Whoa, comment dump. Uh, Fear the deer. I seriously get most of my viewing entertainment on YouTube. Cool, dude. Amazing. Uh, Connor Johnson says she's Chicago right now. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Specify. Cowboy Country gives us $5 to say, I went to Utah last year, saw BYU. Utah, Utah State Stadium's viewing was amazing. I go back to BYU just for a cougar tail. Dude, seriously. The donut. It's a donut. It's, it's not, so good. I mean, the cougar tail is pretty nice. But the donut, the cougar tail, <laughs> you know. Jaron Eccles says, can you day trade after hours? Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely yes. you can. No doubt about it. I, Tell you, Jaron, look into it, bro. Trydaytrading.com. 10 bucks, 30-day free membership, it, man. And by the way, it's worth saying, and I haven't said it in probably a week, but we know that there are people from the program right now doing it, uh, you know, in the last three weeks. Uh, now we're up to like eight, I think, or 10 people that have gone through uh, the, the gone through and started the trial and are, and are working their way into the program. Like Triday tells us. So we know that it, we know that it's working for people who actually give it a shot. And so if you're like Jaron and you want to try it after hours, do it. It works. I'm telling you, it's, it's reasonable. Yeah. You, you can day trade any way you want. They have a program where again, I'm telling you, foreign currency right now is smoking. That's right, T. Absolutely smoking right now. Foreign currencies are, with the way the the po- politics in this world is working, foreign currency is a huge, huge, huge market. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you can trade foreign indices. Like they have, they have a program for everybody. Jaron, hook it up. Let us know how it goes, dude. Uh, we love talking about that. Um. Cowboy Country says, I also did videos on YouTube for each stadium. You guys, go oh, check them cool, out. Dude. Go check them out, bro. Yep. Uh, Big 12 Mafia says, Amazon is going to be used to subsidize UW in uh, U- Oregon. Well, I-, I think that's a very good possibility. I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says, Shogram. Exactly. That's right. Uh, DeLambo says, Chicago is going full purge mode right now. And it's my hometown, dude. I love Chicago. and It's rough. Dude, uh, really McKenna Tech Dan, my dude. What's up, Dan? Uh, you can go to Draper for a cougar tail as well. That's right. That's right. See, See he, and, and you know the greatness of Dan, of, uh, of Dan's comment here? Dan doesn't even live in the state. No, Dan's a Dan, Dan knows LA how guy, good Draper is. <laughs> you want? You need help finding some cougar tail? You call Teddy Wayman, the Tile King yeah, of Utah. Dude, you call Buddy. Teddy Wayman, he be you, you know he yeah. be all about. Yeah, you that. call Buddy. He's you, on the hunt. You know. You know. Uh, all right, six past the hour. Monty and Jake with you as always on the Monty Show, presented by the Advocates, theadvocates.com. Um, where you never pay a consultation fee, you never pay the Advocates anything. Until they win your case, they are absolutely the best injury attorneys in the business. Again, utahadvocates.com, theadvocates.com. All of our friends in Phoenix, theadvocates.com. Brand new, beautiful facility in Phoenix for the advocates. Make sure you check them out. Um, And, you know, listen, a lot of people get hurt at work, man. Workman's comp is not something that is easily done on your own. It is not something that, that you should, you know, take people's word for. And I'm telling you, as much as I can implore you, if you get hurt at work, 
You have absolutely nothing to lose by going to the workman's comp experts at theadvocates.com because it costs nothing to chat with an attorney live online right now today. Theadvocates.com, I just can't believe how many people say, well, do I need an attorney? Yes. If you're asking yourself, hey, I got in a car accident today, do I need an attorney? Yes. Hey, I got hurt at work today. Nah, my boss will handle it. No, you need an attorney, theadvocates.com. Again, no consultation fees, no big retainers. Chat with an attorney free right now, online, 24-7, theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, plenty of toast for all the butter. Can Jake move over so when we can see uh, Draper properly? I don't know what that means. Oh, there it is right there. Oh, okay. No, Drake, you're blocking Drake. There it is. There it is, right? Draper, Capitol Hill, Ogden, Sugar House, all the pimps. That's what I'm saying. CT. What's up, CT? Will any ACC team move to the Big 12 anytime soon? I do not believe so. I think the ACC is in a position where there is no rush whatsoever. There is no rush whatsoever. Um, you know, I would, I would tell you that you have, in my mind, you have an, an ideal situation if you're the ACC. Mm -hmm. You have a big, absolutely, you have a big buyout fee, so you're not going to lose people. And you're in a region of the country where passion is high for both football and basketball. So you just simply have to wait because realignment's coming. I don't think anybody doubts that. Realignment's coming. Yeah. I would simply tell you to wait it out in the ACC because I think you're going to get a merger there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Brent Burnett says, uh, pack, damn it, is toast and there is no more butter for it. Well, See what he, the, the pack is toast. Yeah, there's not enough butter to spread on the toast in the pack. Uh, Jason W. gives us $2 to say, all aboard the Pactanic. <laughs> well done, sir. Hey, man. Well done. You know what? And what do we have like? I don't know. We're an hour and something into the show. We have over 2,000 comments today. That might be one of the best ones. Yeah, well pack -tanic. done. The Pactanic. The Pactanic. I like it. Renee Roca. What's up, Renee? Chances are lots of cougar tail available in Lubbock, Texas. I've heard that. I've heard that. I've heard that. Ruff's official. Uh, Etienne isn't going to be a positive for BYU. He's lazy and slow. Well, I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> hey, uh, Ruff's. Hey, man. Thanks for the contribution Good today, to see man. you, man. I, I appreciate you, bro. Good to see you. Yeah. Shooter, Texas. So Amazon is going to pony up 80-plus million per year so UW and Oregon can join the Big Ten. Do you realize that Amazon would be last to the contract so they would have to pay money for rights to Rutgers and Maryland? That'd be tough. That'd be tough. I, I don't... I've always said that I think it is... I think it is an awkward situation. And this is just me. Yeah. I think it's an awkward situation for the Big Ten right now because I think if if you're going to expand, you have to find new revenue because the current members of the Big Ten are not willing to slice up that pie and take less money to add more members. Why would they? I totally agree. So I think you're in this awkward position where if you're the Big Ten, you're, you're almost, and it's weird to say, but you're almost hat in hand because if you go to Amazon or Apple TV or ESPN and say, hey, we want to stream games with you, well, they're not going to give you $100 million a year. They're not going to give you, you're not going to just take enough to cover two teams. You're going to have to take money so that everybody gets paid on that streaming deal.
And the the likelihood is that you're going to take $100 million and divide that across the conference. That's not enough to add two or four teams. Like, I'm curious to see what Fox and CBS are willing to do for Oregon and Washington. Because what happens is you're going to add those teams and you're going to go to your TV partners beforehand and say, hey, are you willing to renegotiate so that we can get a little more money to you know, be able to expand with Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Kansas. Yes, yes, yes. And they're either going to say yes or no. No, I think no, that's no. the more likely scenario, and I think that's that's going to be difficult. Yeah. That's going to be very difficult. Uh, Jake DeLambo says, Jake, don't put your head just over the D in Draper. See, like you do, oh, yeah, don't do that. Don't block, see, you take the D off, okay. You know, yeah, uh, that's stupid. David Humes just saw the video of Draymond Green going full Christian Leitner, jumped <laughs> off him like he was Mario after. Well, all right. But here's the thing now. Shams Charanio. Piss some people off. So do you guys think that Draymond Green should be suspended? Because I am not of the mind that Draymond should be suspended. Uh-huh. Um, I think that when you look at what Shams uh, tweeted today, and again, if you did not see it, I'm going to I'm going to show you some some photos of it. Yeah. If you look at the way that this played out, okay, like Draymond Green, this looks dirty, right? I think we can all agree that looks really dirty. We, I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would agree. I mean, when I first saw this, you know, and I'm watching this game and I'm all pissed off because the Warriors are. You playing lost your mind Dude, over I text was message. So pissed last night about this game, like. Just embarrassed for the Warriors. But but when I watched that live, I was like, yeah, it did kind of look excessive out of Draymond. And I'm certainly not saying that Saboner over here is innocent, but but Draymond stopped, buddy. Like, I felt like what Draymond did was was put effort into stepping on him. And and that's where I was like, well, but if you hadn't grabbed his leg two nights in a row and like like I don't know, man. It's so borderline. Now, Shams is is tweeting today. Um, those around the situation expect a fine for Draymond Green. And if you look at the original tweet, looking unlikely Warriors forward Draymond Green will be suspended for game three versus Kings after stepping on DeMontis Sabonis. When Sabonis was grabbing his leg, those around the situation expect a fine for Green, but he would be available for game three given... Um, but that he will be available for game three, given the ejection, flagrant foul two, and circumstances around the incident with Sabonis. I think my guess is they overreacted with the flagrant two and ejection. Because I don't believe that Draymond Green stomped on his chest. I think if you go back, and I would love to play the video for you, it is copyrighted, we cannot play it. If you go back and look at the situation with, with Dre, he, I mean, he... he DeMontis Sabonis was clearly holding his leg. Uh-huh. There is, there's no doubt about that. Uh-huh. I am certainly no Draymond Green fan, but let's let's keep it be keeps in it real. He did not stomp on DeMontis Sabonis's chest. You look at the fact that Sabonis had both of his arms wrapped around Dre's leg and foot. What else was he supposed to do? And then, of course. Sabonis embellished it. The officials bought into it. They replayed it. He got ejected. <laughs> I think, I think there's no doubt in my mind, Draymond Green should be fined for that.
But DeMontis Sabonis carries a significant amount of responsibility for that situation. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I guess, you know, my the only thing I would say about Draymond is I, I felt like he didn't need to, to, okay, if we don't want to call it stomping, he didn't need to step on him, I guess, or he didn't need to like, he didn't need to use force with his foot, which is what I think ultimately got him the ejection. If it looked like on tape, both live and on replay, that that it was incidental, that, hey, he grabbed your leg, right. and, and so you didn't have anywhere else to go with your foot, and it just happened to land on Sabonis' body, he wouldn't have been ejected. The problem for Draymond was is it looked like an intentional act to step down onto Sabonis and it looked like a choice. And that's why I think he got the flagrant two because the flagrant two rules basically stipulate that it has to be unnecessary and excessive force to warrant a flagrant two, which that technically is unnecessary and excessive force. Now, he is being instigated, and it was two nights in a row. I don't know how many people caught the Malik Monk, uh, Malik Monk thing under the, the basket on the baseline, but that happened the, in, in game one. It did happen, and I understand why Draymond would be upset about it, especially with the with the fact that he knows the official standing right there and let it go on. So I get it from Draymond's standpoint, but I agree the guy shouldn't be suspended. They're already getting their ass handed to him by the Kings. Is suspending Draymond would just would just simply end the series quicker, which does not behoove the NBA in any way, shape, or form. No, I would I would agree a hundred percent. And and furthermore, what what my point in in all of this is, David, to answer your question directly, um, I think there is a little bit of this that is just Dre being Dre. I, I do, but again, I'm not gonna I am not gonna vilify Draymond Green because Demontis Sabonis was certainly. I'm not going to say he was at fault for this, but again, what have we seen from DeMontis Sabonis? This is a guy who's constantly on the floor. And here's another situation, whether it is Giannis Antetokounmpo the other night, you, you look at a guy like Tyler Hero. When you put yourself on the ground, bad things are going to happen. You cannot, and this is football, basketball, you look at guys that dive into first base in baseball, you put yourself on the ground, you're probably going to get hurt. Yeah, it, it it exponentially grows the likelihood of your injury. Yeah, by laying on the ground, and I think this is something that we're seeing across sports now. And I think when you look at Draymond Green, um, and you look at this situation, I thought the ejection was the right call at the time. I think right now, I think the suspension is not warranted. And I think again, uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Sham Sharania at the Athletic says that Draymond Green is unlikely to be suspended for game three and that he should be available and he will be fined. Yeah. I think a fine is even strong now, having gone back. And and furthermore, listening to Draymond Green's explanation of that incident, I actually didn't think it was was bad at all. Yeah. It's like, where do you want me to put my foot? You know, like it, hanging on to Draymond Green's leg when you're laying on the ground. And by the way, I'd remind you, he had nothing to do with DeMontis Sabonis falling down. Yeah. He fell at Draymond's legs and then grabbed Draymond's leg. And listen, in my opinion, it had nothing to do with why Draymond and the Warriors lost that game. Yeah, I just think I just think Beam Team's better than they are. Yeah, I mean, the tough I said part is I said I think Beam Team, the Beam Team. Oh shit! Yeah, I think the Sacramento Kings are better than the Golden State Warriors right now. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because I feel like I feel like the Warriors don't have anybody going except Steph. But, you know, you watch them play offense, and you're like, dude, like, 
Where's Clay? Where where is Mr. Jordan Poole? Where is anybody? And it's frustrating to watch the Kings double Steph constantly and then nobody yeah. else contributes. And it, and it's just it ultimately the end of the end of dynasties always happens. It just it, it's inevitable. It happens. Well, Golden State needs a retool. Well, they do. There's absolutely, no, there's but... no doubt about that. And and it is I I love Kaminga. I don't think Kaminga's the guy you thought he was. No. I, I really don't. Patrick Boren says, wow, an ad during live program. Uh, yeah, like, see, and again, there's a lot of people who don't understand how YouTube works. It really is, and as much as we care about our subscribers, it your subscriber count really is meaningless. Um, we're, we are top whatever it is, five, 1% or 5% of sports streams. I can't remember what YouTube told us a couple of weeks ago. YouTube plays ads on shows where there's a high level of engagement. People watch for an extended amount of time and they're going to serve an ad. That's why you guys see those ads. We do not play those ads. Yeah. That's a hundred percent on YouTube. That's why that happens. Uh, suspend them all, uh, suspend all of them for the fans sake. JK Marshall says, okay, I wish diving was litigated out of the game. I do. I wish that there, they, you could write a rule book, that would eliminate diving altogether. I just think it is. Yeah, it's it, terrible. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says nominate Sabonis for the Oscar. Exactly Seriously. right. Kent says uh, so. What if he broke his ribs and he's out for the rest of the year? Then what? But he didn't because he didn't stomp on Demontis Sabonis. You can see if you go back and watch with an objective eye, he doesn't drive his foot and then stand off of like stand on top of Sabonis' chest. He bucked up to try and get his... his so, so see what he did there? Bucked it's, up it's energy. Bucked up and um, it's he, bucked up. He leapt up in the air to try and get his leg free. Yeah. And you can see that he actually never lands on him with his weight and he never pushes off of him. He, he, does, he, does he land his foot on him? Yeah, he did. Did Sabonis roll around on the ground in pain? Yes. Was he faking? <laughs> in my opinion, he absolutely was. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Um, Brad Turner, it was pretty scary when Donovan came back after going into the bleachers and limped for a bit. He's too valuable to hustle that much. I, I think that was, you know what, Brad? We actually, I actually tweeted about that. Donovan Mitchell's got to be smarter than that. Yeah. And if you guys didn't see the play in game one, Donovan Mitchell like flung himself into the seats. Okay, that's and, enough. Stop, please. But Donovan's always kind of been a hero ball guy. Please. Right? Yeah. Like, he's always been that guy. Yeah. But that's just stupidity. Yeah. It's game one of a long series. Why are you throwing yourself after a ball in the stands? It's not game seven. It's Come not on. an elimination game. No need Come for on. it. And, by the way, that was in the first half, if I remember right. Uh, I believe it was. Jacob DeLambo. They need to get rid of the charge. Curry almost got hurt by uh, Sabone Head. Okay. Doing, uh, doing it last night. I think that... Here's the problem with getting rid of the charge. And we've talked about this on the show. You can't get rid of the charge because of the way that they officiate the game. So if you go to try and block that shot instead of taking a charge, they're going to call a foul on the defender 99% of the time. The Giannis play. Giannis, you cannot try to block Giannis's shot. He's going to get the call every time. So what did they do? They tried to take a charge on him. If you would, if you would officiate the game fairly, more people would try to block shots. But unfortunately, they don't. And you look at Cam Johnson dunking on Joel Embiid last night. Spectacular. Yeah. You think Joe wants to be on a poster? He doesn't. 
Like the shot block at the rim is something that you very rarely see anymore because you're almost always giving up an and one at that point because Giannis, for instance, is way up in the air. If you try to block that shot, he's going to run through you. He's going to put his shoulder into your chest. He's going to dunk on you. I'm a man. So you're better off taking the charge. Yeah. So you can talk about, hey, take the charge out of the game. Well, actually, let's fix officiating first, which will never happen, by the way. But let's fix officiating first so that the little guy can get a win in the paint. Because that usually never happens. Yeah. When you talk about officiating in the little guy, are you talking about uh, Chris Paul trying to win a game tonight? Or, you know, oh. with, with Buddy Scott Foster being oh my, the crew Have chief? you guys seen this? Scott Foster is officiating the Clippers at the Suns. And Chris Paul with Scott Foster on the floor, 2-17. and 17. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. Zero wins in the last 13 games with Scott Foster as an official for Chris Paul and the what Suns. What now? Let me tell you what now. Bro. Suns are seven and a half point favorites, 227 tonight on TNT. Okay, take the official thing out of it for a second. What do you think? Suns will win by 10. Yeah, I kind of think so. But with Scott Foster? Suns by two. Now listen, well, (laughs) I think overwhelmingly, I think overwhelmingly, quality basketball players win games. Yeah. But I think Scott Foster's job is to make this a long series. And I think there I think you need to pay very close attention to how this game is officiated. Now, uh, in about an hour from now, or less than that, probably 35 minutes from now, when we do Monty Makes You Money, I would remind you with my locks, I'm 4-0. Who's buying me dinner with the money I've made you? 4-0 in the NBA postseason. This yeah, next question. Sexy, attractive. And intelligent. Three fourths of this is inaccurate. Terrible golfer, but man, making you money. Okay, we'll do that coming up yeah. in thirty-five minutes. But this is real. This thing with Chris Paul, this is real. Two and seventeen when Scott Foster's an official. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you can't. The numbers Dude, don't lie. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the numbers don't lie, and I and. You know, the tough part is I'm not a big believer in like, hey, the officials sit in the back room and decide who's going to win the game. I'm not a huge believer in that. But I do think that officials in the NBA call the game a certain type of way so that the momentum will swing this way or that way. 100%. 100%. The officials make calls. Hey, hey, hey. hey. I'm proud of you. Bless up. Bless up. That was an incredible point. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. Kid. And I think when you look at the way that the NBA calls those games, yeah, I don't think they give a damn. <laughs> I don't think they give a damn about that Boston Atlanta series. Nah. I think they're far more concerned about the Phoenix Suns hey, being in the playoffs. Quinn, good luck, no. bro. Uh, Brad Turner, a member of the program. I haven't followed his Paul George coming back. I picked the Clippers in seven thinking he was playing. Well, he's not. He's out for the entire series. Yeah. Ooh. Brad, I'm sorry to Here's hear Here's the game plan. Get a refund. Uh, yeah, PG's out for that entire series. They're Better hoping send those refunds. If they advance, they think he could come back uh, somewhere in that second round, but he will not play in the Phoenix series. No. But I think they can beat the Suns without him. Yeah. I, honest to goodness, I think Terrence Mann's going to have to be a flipping stud.
but I think they can beat the Suns you're without not, him. You're not going to play the same style in game two you did in game one, though. All this nonsense with Russell Westbrook and him yeah, running well, around behind guy. Like, they're not... If I can't believe... I, but I, he I got. Just, but do you understand that Russell Westbrook, and I don't know how many people saw game one Clippers Suns, Russell Westbrook was horrendous, got benched in the third quarter. In the last three minutes, he made three plays that won that game. Yeah. Absolutely humiliated Devin Booker. Yeah. Humiliated. Dude, Devin, it, man, yeah. We talked I about that. I am tired of the book situation, dude. Me I too. just want Buddy to have a good postseason run here. Uh, Immaculate says, as a Phoenician that listens to sports radio here, I can tell you that the name Scott Foster comes up here all the freaking time. It should. Yeah, it should. It should. It man. haunts them. And I, I think even more than Scott Foster, I'll tell you, the Suns are going to have to find somebody off the, the bench that can can score the basketball because we talked about this the other day, too, if you uh, missed the show. They got uh, exactly 10 points <coughs> off their bench. Uh, four from Landry Shamit. Uh, Jock Londale gave him four. And then Bismack Biombo gave him two. Um, That's it. How many turnovers off the bench? Uh, they got one turnover, but their bench was a combined 10, 20, 30, Three, um, 34, um, 44, 48, um, a minus 52 combined off the It's bench. not the best situation, and we all My know that. God. I thought you said a minus 52. Yeah, Book was a minus six. Yeah. See, it, and again, for all my Phoenix, Phoenix Suns fans, all my Phoenicians, this game is is really important for Devin Booker. and Because the Suns go out, is, is anybody really doing damage to Kevin Durant here? Not going to do damage to him. I think Devin Booker. We need to know, Dev. Are you a are you a prime time player? Are you a big time player? Because I think, and again, it's just my opinion. And I love Devin Booker. I call him affectionately the sex machine on this show. That's my dude. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless it's a big game, yeah. and then it makes me nervous. He's not the three point shooter he was, but now he's an elite mid range player, <coughs> right? And he's become a very good passer. Can you count on Devin Booker in a big game? Right now, I don't think he can say yes. I don't think it's unequivocal that Devin don't Booker lie to me. is a superstar performer because I'll point to the box the other night. That 26-point, four-steal, three-block, three-assist game, oh, that's great, except for the five turnovers and the minus six total. That's a real problem. The 0 of 3 from 3. That's a real problem. The 10 of 19 is great. The 6 of 8 from the free throw line is great. Devin Booker is a big part of the reason that they didn't have an opportunity to win that game because he got that ass handed to him by Russell Westbrook. By the way, how does KD not touch the ball in the last six minutes? Zero. How? Shots to end the game. Like, that was a weird game. But again, I think the bigger issue here is who else is going to play major minutes off the pine for this team? Because right now it's just Shamit that's playing 24 minutes. And, hey, by the way, can I get an amen that somebody needs to teach DeAndre Ayton how to catch the damn basketball? Amen. Because again, again, this guy can't catch the ball. And it's not just in traffic. He, Kevin Durant, I believe it was, or maybe it was Book, threw him a no-look pass and he bobbled it and it went out of bounds. <coughs> Turnover. <coughs> and you look at you look at Ayton the other night, eight of 16, but he only goes to the line twice. Eight rebounds, and that's really it. A block, a turnover, four personals, 
Like, he was a non-factor. What are we doing? He was a non-factor. That team has a lot of guys who have really good written all over them and don't show up in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Immaculate. Aiton is a major letdown. But again, this is who he was last year, right? This is who he was two years ago in the finals. Don't play intramurals, brother. What's what's different? Oh, his paycheck's different. It's got a couple more zeros behind it. Oh, that's right. That's what the and that's the bigger issue here. Yeah, and you look at some of the numbers in this game, dude. They're seven and a half, two twenty-seven tonight. There's no excuse. You can't be down ten points in the second quarter to the Clippers. No. and, And you know what the real issue here is. Now the Clippers believe they can win the series. Oh, yeah. Without Paul George, you should have won that game handily. You didn't. And now the Clippers believe they can win the series. And you know what's terrifying? Kawhi Leonard actually looks like Kawhi Leonard again. Yes, he does. Terrif- terrifying. And you know the thing is, it'd be one thing if if the Clippers had won on you know a buzzer beater, let's say, or like in outlandish fashion, right? Where like... You know, they have some ridiculous comeback and you fell apart and whatever, right? Like just something uh, some that doesn't fluke. some fluke. And and it's like that's not actually what happened. They were just better than you. They executed offense totally more. Agree, man. Uh they made more shots. They rebounded better. They didn't turn it over nearly as much, even though they turned it over a good bit in that game. Like I just look at the Phoenix Suns and yeah. I give Kevin the benefit of the doubt. Hey, you know, you had that injury, you didn't quite get as many games to play together, but are we really going to sit here and say that Kevin Durant and Devin Booker can't figure it out? The same Devin Booker that played with Kevin Durant all those years ago on Dude. Team USA, the same Devin Booker that's all over YouTube, you know, talking about how there's no doubles in summer, that Devin Booker can't figure it out with with Kevin Durant? Because now that seems legit. Yeah. The no doubles in summer seems like, like a thing that now. Guy. You look that, like that, that guy. That seems like a thing now. Yeah. And hey, man, listen, dude. I, I, it just doesn't, it, 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 there, there's no more time for excuses. The championship window on this team is closing. And what bothers me about Book is he's a Kobe guy, right? Oh, Ruff's official with a great point. Hold on. Monty Williams wasn't a good coach in NOLA. Well, I wouldn't say not a good coach in NOLA. And if the Suns don't win this series, they should get rid of him. I think if they don't win this series, you have to take a serious look at the, the roster construction on this team, trading DeAndre in this summer. And yeah, I think... The problem is there's not a great available head coach. There, there just isn't. Like, Quinn Snyder was a lot of people's backstop. Yeah. And now you notice he hired Mike Bray and, like, the Duke connections and, like, everything. Quinn Snyder and the way that that Atlanta team is playing, in my opinion, in my opinion, Quinn Snyder would have been the perfect fit for that Phoenix Suns team. And I think Monty Williams, the way that he, the way that he, I was the word alienated, DeAndre Ayton could be the word, but I think Ruff, I think you're actually on this something there. Like there got to be some serious questions asked about Monty Williams now. Yeah. Well, and I think if you're, I, I, yeah, if you don't win this series, if you're out in the first round of the playoffs, I mean, you got to ask questions about book oh, Monty Williams. If yes. you're Kevin Durant, you're looking at this thing and you're saying, all right, where am I going to next? Cause I agree, you know, I mean, yeah, there's always going to be people who say Kevin Durant's a ring chaser and that's some bad thing. And we all know that timeless conversation. But ultimately, it's not really going to hurt Kevin Durant, I don't think. And the question is just going to be like, if you're the Suns, you have you have a lot on the line. I mean, people are out here talking about how, hey, the Mavericks are at risk of losing Luka over this whole playoff thing and not playing them. Dude, you think Devin Booker and the boys aren't going to, you know, look at the Lakers and look at some of these other organizations if this thing burns to the ground in, in the first round? 
Like, come on now. Yeah. I, I think it is, it's going to be, it's fascinating. Not to mention you have a new owner who's a complete rookie. I mean, he spent money, no. but it's not like he's some veteran but, but owner. But you have to let your basketball people basketball. Yeah, right. He's a mortgage guy, Ishbia. Matt Ishbia is a mortgage magnet. Go do yeah. mortgages, dude. Let your basketball people basketball. Yeah. Uh, Lopes Van Gabe, how, many, how does Aiton finish with zero offensive rebounds? No idea. And you know, the, the bigger question is, how does Avica Zubats outwork him Finish with 12 points and 15 boards and be a minus 11 and the really Clippers. Despicable. The Clippers won the game. The Clippers won the game. And you know how it is? Comfortably by playoff standards. You know what it is? Because Plumlee came in and gave him 11 boards and 7 points. Fucking and A. Absolute, they, the, the, the win for the Clippers was not Kawhi Leonard balling out like a freaking machine. They dominated the paint. And and it is, I, I don't don't even get me started, dude. Like that, that you got out rebounded and that you gave up 15 offensive rebounds and only got six. Yeah. And two of those came from Lawndale, who's your backup center and not even that. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, please. Uh, Keaton Critchlow, my guy, what's up? Saboner should have also been ejected as well. He, and he, but he's not going to be fined. Nope. He's not going to be ejected. He's How is victim. he the victim? He's the victim, bro. He's the victim. I think that's dude. a great point. C. Kaufman says, I'm hungry. Sam. What do you feel like eating? What do you feel like eating? Fear the deer says, such a role model that Draymond Green. Well, I don't know about that. He's not. I don't know about that. And by the way, all this nonsense, real quick on Draymond, all this nonsense about how the Lakers are saying that Draymond is a high-value target in free agency uh, after the season is over. I don't know about all that. Like, I'm I'm not buying this this crap about how they think he's some great free agent. Draymond Green is well past his prime, and I agree has probably four or five years left in the league on a bad team that wants to pay some money to have a name. Like, that's where he's at now. So go on. Get on get on your way. Uh, Fear the Deer says, I've commented 10 times on Draymond. Clearly, this topic isn't an issue. What a joke defending this clown. Well, I don't, I don't, who, I don't know if anybody's defending him. Yeah, who's defending but him? What I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm not willy, willing to sit here and just leave Saboner. Yeah. Apparently, we're calling him DeMonter Saboner. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm not willing to sit here and, and say that DeMontis Sabonis is victim, like is a victim here. He's not blameless. Did, is what Draymond Green did a findable offense? Yes. Should he be an ejected for that in the moment? Sure. Now, having looked back on it and interviewed him and you should rescind the flagrant two. He sh- you should rescind the ejection post. Keep the flagrant one, though. I would agree. Keep it a flagrant one. I'm fine with that. But why no technical foul on DeMontis Sabonis? Yeah. Draymond Green had nothing to do with him falling on the floor. Why are you grabbing Draymond's legs? Oh, because Draymond is a fool who will act out. Kings got what oh. they wanted there. Kings got exactly what they wanted there. Yeah. Draymond Green... And I still, I, I think it's to a lesser extent, but the, the, the Golden State Warriors go as Draymond Green is going. When he is level-headed and in control of his emotions, they're really difficult to beat. I think they just have so many issues outside of Draymond Green. Andrew Wiggins doesn't look like the same dude. I, I, I still maintain that Steph and Clay have never been that same guy. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I just... I look at I look at the situation with Draymond Green and, and Sabonis last night. It should have been dueling technical fouls. Yeah, I think he, I think he I, did get one. Sabonis got a technical foul. Yeah, 
my issue is, why did Draymond Green get ejected and fined and Sabonis did not? Simply a technical is not going to do the job here. Yeah, you're saying it should have been equal, that they both, if you're going to give Draymond a flagrant two. They were equal combatants, in my opinion. That's the, and I probably didn't word that correctly. Yeah, you're good, you're good. I mean, I am certainly not defending Draymond Green. The problem is, is that the tape paints this picture of Draymond Green victimizing Sabonis. Yes, it does. And I think that's the trouble. And, And I agree with the way you worded that, like, in the moment, if you're an official and you're looking at this and it looks like he stomped him, like you, it doesn't really leave you much leeway. Like I'm a big believer when when it comes to the officials reviewing like violent acts on the floor, you know, like they they're looking for, hey, did this guy make a choice that caused another player damage? And that caused another player damage piece is the highest priority in the league for officials, in my opinion, which is why you see Sabonis getting the technical but continuing on and and Draymond getting ejected with a flagrant two and a five. Yes. Because all they give a damn about is, hey, who got hurt and who did the hurting? That's literally what they look for. But I, I look at the, the villains in this league, and if we think about truly the villains in this league, Draymond Green certainly is one of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. – Dylan Brooks? Dylan Brooks, Ja – um, By the I way, think, John Moran is questionable for the game tomorrow night, game two. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to play, but but yeah, I mean, but ja, in the no, league. no, 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 Jaw's not on that level. Jaw's different. When you look at the guys that are always grabbing somebody or pushing somebody or Pat Bev. Patrick Beverly, I, I mean, Rudy Gobert, Grayson Allen, Grayson Allen, I think Dylan Brooks and I think Draymond Green are in a different category. Because they always find themselves in these situations. Dylan Brooks, you know, essentially agreeing that he's the LeBron stopper. Well, how did that work out in game one? How'd that work out? It, it, like, he, you, you have to be able, and, and to his credit, Dre has done this, but you have to be able to control your emotions enough to win the game. And Dre's got four rings. So I, I think it's almost without question that he's shown the ability to be an elite basketball player. But it's crap like last night with Sabonis. Yeah. And those two, it it just should have been matching technicals. If that was your mom, that's a matching technical foul. But mm-hmm. because it was Draymond Green, if that was Steph Dilly Curry, Dilly. 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 if that was Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or Kaminga. Flagrant one all day. Flagrant one all day. I don't think so. I think it's I think it's double technicals. Because I think one, Draymond Green. Could have easily just fallen down on top of Sabonis. Yes. Yes. Which is what Curry or Kaminga or Thompson. Anybody who's got half a brain. Anybody else would have just fallen right on top of him. Yeah. But Draymond wants to make a show out of it and be an idiot. And well, and your past actions. What I would say about all of this is you made your bed, Dre. Now lay in it. 100%. Your reputation has been wrecked. That for me anyway. Uh, Brandon Butler says the Suns are soft. Maybe they shouldn't let Crowder and their grit guys walk. Well, you're not wrong about that. The Suns are soft. I just don't think, and I'm probably the only guy who thinks this, but looking at their bench, who else are you going to expect to contribute? Yeah, there's not a lot there, bro. Terrence Ross is a guy that, for some reason, Monty Williams doesn't want to play him more than 10 minutes. What did he get the other night? Four minutes. Well, what's he doing here? Yeah. What's he doing here? Right? Like, you, you look at TJ Warren. TJ Warren's got to play. Yeah. They need his offense. He's He's got to play. I understand he's not a great defender, but you've got to find one of these guys. 
like Damian Lee or TJ Warren, Terrence Ross. Yeah. You know, you look at a Kogi, Ish Wainwright, Biombo, Londale. Like, you need somebody to step up and have a game. Yeah. You need somebody that can step up and have a game. The other night, none of those guys were clearly available or willing and able to do that. But you can't get 10 points off of a bench in an NBA playoff game. Yeah. You're going to lose that game. And I, I, again, will say that the damage that was done and the, the lasting damage in this series is not going to be done by Kawhi because you expect 30 points out of Kawhi every single night. Yeah. It's going to be, in my opinion, Terrence Mann who's going to give you 10 to 12 points every single game in this series. It's going to be Norman Powell giving you – I guarantee you Norman Powell has a 20, 25-point game in this well, they, series. Well, without Paul George, they need him to have 20. I mean, that's that's their – He's that got is, That is their X-Factor player. If he can give them 20 – But no, who was the X-Factor player the other night? Eric Gordon. Mm -hmm. Eric Gordon made some big shots in that game yeah. and actually played some really big defense in that game. Yeah. Who was the Eric Gordon on the Phoenix Suns? You know who it's not? Chris Paul. Yeah. Because that's a guy they need to just give me double-digit points. What did Chris Paul have? Not enough. Chris Paul the other night, 39 minutes, 2 of 8, so he only takes 8 shots, 7 points, 11 rebounds, 10 dimes. So you can say, okay, well, he's giving in other areas. They need a third scorer on that team. And I don't know who that is because I don't think that it's Torrey Craig on a nightly basis. I don't believe that he's going to give you – you know, 9, 10, 11 buckets a night. I, I just don't see that happening. And if it does, hey, more power to you. But it's got to be DeAndre Ayton. Mm -hmm. That's who it's got to be. Look at, and just an interesting comparison, after you read that Chris Paul stat, this is James Harden's stat from their win the other night in the box score for him. Yeah. 38 minutes, 3 of 13, 2 of 8 from 3. No free throws, none, no attempts. Right? Five rebounds, seven assists, four steals, eight points. And they still won by 12. So the point is, is that even if you're James Harden or Chris Paul is not having a good night, you can still win these games. And the problem is when you have Kevin Durant on your team, it goes from you could win this game to you should win this game. That's the problem for the Suns. Fear the deer is upset with me. He says your embarrassing take on Draymond. If Rudy Gobert did it, he did do it. He did do it. He did do he it. He did. And we, we've absolutely said the same thing about Rudy we've said about Draymond. By but the way. Again, you, I think you keep thinking that I'm like saying Draymond did nothing wrong. Yeah. This started with DeMontis Sabonis grabbing Draymond's leg and foot. That's where it started. And by the way, it started the night before with Malik Monk. Oh, that's absolutely like, the truth. Like, let's that's not, absolutely let's not the make truth. This out to be a warrior thing. Yes, and and I know that everyone like I defended Draymond a bit when he yes. dropped that idiot Jordan Poole in practice, and you know we had a whole fight about it on the show, and you know everyone was all pissed off about it. The reality of the situation is, fear the deer. Rudy Gobert's name should not be coming out of your mouth in this conversation because Rudy Gobert isn't half the player Draymond Green has been. Rudy Gobert doesn't have a championship. Rudy Gobert is selfish, and Draymond Green is not, even though he was last night. But overall, Draymond Green is a winner. Draymond Green is the yeah. reason they won. And yes, Draymond Green is a high-maintenance, two-costing player right now. There's no question about that. But to sit here and say that Draymond Green is the reason last night happened is absolutely a trash take. It's on Sabonis. It's on Malik Monk. Now, I agree. Draymond, you shouldn't have stepped on the guy because you're asking for trouble. 
But let's not be fools here. Let's not. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Right. We know who this guy is. We know that Draymond, as you said, likes to make a show out of it, likes to go over the top. So we're not surprised. He thrives on that. But I frankly fear the deer. Don't understand what you're so pissed about because Rudy Gobert is an average-ass player and always has been. He just yeah. is. And I, I think there is – and fear the deer, I'm I'm open for the conversation, dude. Like, I, I, look at, I look at Rudy Gobert and Draymond Green. They're not entirely in different personalities. I can tell you that right now. Um, but I look at Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert – is starting to learn what it's like to truly and unquestionably be a disappointment and a problem in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And it, there is just, there's no way around that in Minnesota. But when he was here, a lot of stuff was covered up. A lot of stuff, you know, like he, there was a, a conversation about Don or Rudy Gobert. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Don or Rudy Gobert. Yeah. And what did we say about it at the time? Rudy Gobert's a problem here. He was a problem with the culture. He was a problem in the locker room. He was a problem with the chemistry. And he absolutely was a problem on the floor. This team is built around the wrong guy. And everybody says, well, why isn't he the same player he was in, in Utah? Because everything was handed to him in Utah. The block shots, yes. the rebounds, the tip dunks. Yes. His only job was to protect the rim. And when he was forced by Terrence Mann or somebody else to, ex to expand his horizons outside of the paint, what happened? He was rendered useless on defense. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. And when you don't offer offense and you can't catch the ball below your waist, which he still cannot do. Okay, so then look at Draymond Green. Draymond Green is in his best, and his prime, I think, is long gone. Yeah. I think we can yeah. all agree on that. Yeah. At his best, he was the reason they were winning. It wasn't like Curry and Thompson won Draymond Green championships. Draymond Green is just as responsible for those four rings, including the one last year, as Curry and Thompson are. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't even, I'm not sure that that's even arguable. I mean, everybody who's played there will tell you that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, neither one of them are likable guys. That's the, that's the, I don't like Draymond and, and I don't like Rudy. The problem with Rudy is he can, the truth is a problem for him. He, you can't go to him and say, hey, man, we need you to play with your back to the basket. He'll be like, why? I'm perfectly fine. Pick and roll. Throw me the ball. I'll dribble. Thanks. Like, that's, that's who Rudy Gobert is. Yeah. Like, I could tell you for an entire year, Quinn Snyder begged him, begged him, simply be a pick and roll rim runner. That was, it, it, do what Walker Kessler is doing now. Yes. That's what they asked Rudy Gobert to do, and he wouldn't do it. He wanted to be a low post back to the basket player, and he never was that guy. Because, again, I don't remember the stat now, but like 89 or 90%, if he dribbles the ball, it was a turnover. I want to say like 8 or 9 out of 10. Yeah, I think it was I, Yeah, it was like 91%. Yeah, it was a of, stupidly like, high it, number. Yeah, it was crazy. When Rudy Gobert dribbles the basketball, it's a turnover almost every time. Yeah. Because he just never developed a back-to-the-basket game. Yeah. That was the issue. So I don't, I don't mind. Like, you want to talk about Rudy Gobert, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, Jeremy Callahan says, ain't no reset. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you know, ain't no reset. You know, oh, fear the deer is James Knight. Oh, is that correct? I was unaware of that. 
Uh, Fear the Deer says, my point is your takes are unbalanced depending on who it is. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. And Fear the Deer, like you keep trying to pin like that I love Draymond Green. Now this for sure, this is James Knight. James, listen, dude. You can say anything you want to say about Draymond Green. He is not close to my favorite player. No. What you saw last night out of Draymond Green is the problem with Draymond Green. But there's no question in my mind that was not his fault last night. That incident should have never happened because Sabonis should stop throwing himself on the ground. Yeah. If you're not laying on the ground intentionally like he was, maybe you wouldn't get somebody stepping on your chest. Just a thought. Just a thought. See Kaufman. Or would be or would asking when is the pack getting their media deal an easier question? It is. An easier question. Never. That's when. Scammer trolling says, please ban Fear the Deer. No, that's my nah, dude. Nah, that's James, bro. We're not banning that's James. My, that's my dude. Yeah. Scammer trolling says, loving the bulletproof vest. Jake, are you wearing a bulletproof vest? Yeah, dude. I'm uh I'm immune to uh to uh to haters in the comments, you know. I would agree. Uh, Brad Turner says, I think that is a perfect illustration of the problem with the Utah media not questioning Rudy. No, no dude. Don't, I, I don't, am, you are not. Don't. No. If you want that conversation, Brad, you can you can drive your ass down the channel list and find those conversations because we're not doing that today. We done that. Uh, Gary says, Draymond is like Lamar Odom. That's how important he is to a team. I, I agree. I think Draymond Green deserves just as much credit for their four championships as Steph and Clay do. Yeah, and we want to sit here and complain that Phoenix doesn't have any gritty players. Well, gritty players, you know, when you want rain, you got to deal with the mud too, dude. And yep. by the way, Draymond Green again has his issues, but he was he was you can't overstate his importance to their championships. And I feel like everyone wants to sell him short. I'm not saying the guy is a good dude. Yeah, I, he's not a great guy. But he was important to what they did, man. You can't get around that. All right, can we talk about Knicks and Cavs? Yeah, dude. Yes. Talk about another game that is super important for your boy. Now. Now. Sir. Are you over? And and I don't know. See, I I, I guess, you know, I lose. (laughs) I guess I lose sight of (laughs) who's coming and going on the show. I lose sight of the phases of your stupidity around the NBA. Waves in opposition. Because are we through the phase where Jake is going to slander the Knicks every no, time we bring up the Knicks? Oh, no. we're not. No. Okay. Nope. Uh, Knicks at Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavs are minus five and a half, 214. Now, the Knicks were certainly the better team. Frustratingly so, yes, they were. Which means what? That you're dumb. That's exactly right. <laughs> I I'm four zero in NBA locks, baby. Yeah, I, I this postseason's definitely been different. Like uh, you look at you look at some of these matchups, and you know, it to me it was surprising. I have to admit, I I I always thought that Knicks and Cavs would be a close game because they are very evenly matched. But it's Donovan Mitchell at home. I figured, hey, dude, like yeah, like I didn't think Buddy would be jumping into the tenth row. I didn't think that. You know he would he would not come out come out. But what did he put up? He puts up big games, and this is I, I think it's really interesting to have this conversation after the conversation we just had with Book, where we're talking about guys that need to put out. Donovan Mitchell is in a different place now than Book is. Donovan Mitchell showing you thirty eight points, bro, forty four minutes and thirty eight points. Guy's a big game player. 
his team just didn't win the ball game. So now we have to have a different conversation. He's a big-time performer. Can he lead his team to victory? Well, there it is. Because remember, Donovan Mitchell had a 50-point playoff game. One of the I most mean, iconic bubble games ever. I mean, if you go back and you look at the way he performed in the bubble or the injuries that he's played with the last several years, or yeah, it's time to stop putting excuses in. Like this, it, it, this whole leap yourself into the front row and get wind up limping. You're an idiot for that. I I don't respect your hustle for that. I I disrespect your stupidity for that. Right? Like, that's the thing that really bothers me. Uh-huh. I think that's just low basketball IQ. Yeah. In the first quarter of the first game of a series, why would you do that? You're the guy in Cleveland. Yeah. And listen, I, I think Evan Mobley and those other dudes in Cleveland have a lot of value, but this team's not going anywhere without Donovan Mitchell. And as Utah Jazz fans found out the hard way with Don, when he's limping around on one leg or one knee or a thigh or your mom, like, yeah, he's half the player that he should be. And Donovan Mitchell needs to stop playing hero ball and he needs to start shooting a three better. Yeah. And get back to playing Cavs basketball because I have no delusions of grandeur. The Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks are a very evenly matched series. Yeah. Those two teams are very close. And Jalen Brunson, let's just let's just get this right. Yeah, Jalen Brunson's the best player in this series. Mm. He is a proven playoff performer. He is one of the most clutch players in the NBA, and I think he's the best player in this series. Mm. I, I mean, he. I agree. He's definitely proven. There's no doubt. You know what you're getting from him in the playoffs. I think. Who's the best player? I don't in this think series? he's the reason they won the game. I think Julius Randle's the reason they won the game, which is another thing that you talked about. Like you look at Julius Randle's matchup against Evan Mobley, that's domination, bro. I mean, yeah, it's it absolute domination. I mean, Mobley giving you, you know, eleven boards and eight points. I mean, that's just not going to be good enough. I mean, you you have to be it like they need Mobley to be 15, 17 points and 15, 17 boards if they're gonna win. I mean, that's I mean, that's what you need. And and who's the best player in this series? Well, just Head for head, it's Donovan Mitchell. I don't have any doubt about that. Are you sure it's not Draymond Green? Uh, I am positive, but I'm not sure that <laughs> Fear the Deer is, is going to be okay in the comment section. Oh, my God. Uh, well, maybe, and, and again, I know this is just conjecture in my opinion, but maybe Fear the Deer needs to get some Papa Murphy's pizza because telling you what, folks, that marinara meatball, get it done. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Oh. Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered in tangy, tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. And again, friends, I'll tell you, make sure you download the Papa Murphy's app. It's super easy, super easy to use. Meatball marinara. Two-topping medium pizza for $6.99. And the Take and Bake chocolate chip cookies. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right. One hour to go on the Monty program. Presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com uh, presents the Monty Show every single day, coast to coast. 
Uh, big shout out to uh, Vinny. Vinny Vin- Vincenzo. Hey, uh, Vinny, not last name Diesel. <laughs> Listening to the show in Las Vegas. Uh, he sent me a DM uh, on Instagram uh, saying that he really appreciates our take on UNLV. Yeah. Uh, and he said, I appreciate your take on UNLV because nobody has takes on UNLV. Thanks. <laughs> That might be your biggest problem, Vinny. Might be your biggest problem. Oh, my God. Uh, if you're just tuning into the show, we uh, started off the show this afternoon talking about uh, just some conversations we've been having around uh, the Pac-12 TV deal. And uh, we were told that UNLV is a long shot to even get an invite uh, to the Pac-12. I think that clearly is the biggest story in Pac-12 country right now is their continued grind towards this TV deal, which we still don't have. Um, and we were also told that there was not much that came out of the Colorado meeting, uh, on yesterday. It was simply a status check and they talked about some academic, uh, and athletic issues on uh, how those two collide. Um, I, I just think you guys, uh, again, I will maintain what I've said for months. I do not believe that any school wants to leave the PAC 12 Yeah, and they're going to hang on as long as they can hang on. And I was also told again, I've heard again that. They all know what the TV revenue is. They know what the number is. And as soon as they get as soon as they get to the end of that road and Brett Yormark says, uh, hey, come on in after uh, George Glyovkov says, hey, this is the best I can do. I think they're simply sitting here waiting for George Glyovkov to say this is the best we can do. Yeah. Because they know what the number is. And it's all conjecture on what that number is. I believe that it's it's $13 million from a stream partner and $9 million from ESPN for a $22 million a year number per school. I think that is their TV deal. And I think that the reason you're hearing about NBC Universal and ION and CW is because George Klyavkov is out trying to get the best deal he can get. And he is just going to go through every single bullet in the gun. Yeah. Until he's out of ammo. Yep. And I think he is quickly approaching. What other choices, buddy, have? Out of ammo. Exactly right. Your thoughts on the Pac-12 TV deal, of course, are always welcome. Uh, NBA playoffs about to tip off. We are just minutes away from the Hawks and the Boston Celtics uh, at TD uh, Garden in Boston. Um, I This is just not going to be a great series. Nah. I think this is, is this probably... I don't know. And in the comment section, I'd love to hear what you guys think. But is this the most, the least, hello, the least interesting or at least intriguing series the in the NBA playoffs? compelling. I think it is right now. Yeah, Atlanta and is. Boston, you kind of feel like, yeah, okay. It's just Boston kicking their ass, dude. It, it really is. Yeah. It, it really is. And don't forget tomorrow night, Lakers in Memphis, Miami and Milwaukee. I think this Milwaukee thing, Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo is doubtful for game simple. two. Um, Miami's up one nothing in that series. Which is surprising. And with Giannis out, I, I, I still maintain, and maybe this is why Giannis is the MVP, I don't know. Without Giannis, they're a nothing burger. Because you Chris know. Middleton's not that dude anymore. He's yeah. not him. right? So I think Giannis is the straw that stirs that drink. He's yeah. got this lovely apparatus around him. Yeah, um, I think you have great leadership in guys like Drew Holiday and Joe Ingles and Chris Middleton. You add all that up together and none of it's Giannis. Right. Because Giannis can get from half court to the rim in two and a half steps. Never has to dribble the ball. You can't replace that. 
Giannis is a guy that can play on the low block. You can run pick and roll with him. He's an elite defender. You don't replace that guy. Yeah. You don't replace that guy. I So I think that series is compelling because of that. Because I'm with you. Yeah. Tyler Hero being out for Miami should have been a death knoll, but it's not. And at some point, and I think that we saw that in the NBA Finals against Phoenix where Giannis had this knee thing. He's a superhuman healer. Uh, oh, wow. Breaking news in the NBA. Uh, um, you know, Let me go tee this up. A little breaking news. Breaking news. Um, a new award has been handed out in the NBA circles of life. Uh-huh. As I stall to screen grab Shams's tweet. Right. Uh, another award for the beam team, guys. Here we go. We get it. Everything's the beam team this year. The beam team. Um, the I newest award, the most clutch player in the NBA is Sacramento Kings star De'Aaron Fox. He is the first ever winner of the Clutch Player of the Year Award. Um, and I think, now I could be wrong, but I think that entitles him to, once they officially end the Warriors dynasty, and that dirty, that, guy? that dirty MF-er, oh my God, Draymond Green, you piece of shit. Once they said, <laughs> sorry, I was channeling Melbourne, Australia's own James Knight. Fear the deer, or baby. Actually, yeah, Melbourne, Australia's own Fear the Deer. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. Once they send him home, he's a loser. Uh, once they eliminate the Golden State Warriors, um, I believe he can, becomes the greatest point guard in the history of the NBA. Better than Trey Young. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, that is better than Trey Young. <laughs> yeah. Just say beam team one time. Beam team! <laughs> I love it. Greg Hawkins, how the heck are you? Good to see you, friend. Michael Peck. Says Pac-12 deal will be better than what people are expecting. The V teams. Uh, okay. Well, I'm okay. glad you're still optimistic. Is that the man. is that the vasectomy team? Yeah, because they're getting piped. Uh, they're getting piped. Yeah, wow. they are. They are. They wow. are. Uh, Gary <laughs> says at this point, fire George Klyovkov and have the interim commission talk about the merger. Yeah, could be. Could very much Can be. you imagine that? They fire George Klyovkov. Oh, my God. Interim rolls up to the podium, and he oh or she God. is like, okay, so in this most un unfortunate circumstance, um, you know, we've mutually agreed to part ways with George Klyovkov, and he was a great commissioner. <clears throat> okay, so we're merging with the Big 12. Um, you know. Okay, uh, Brett, um, here's our daddy, Brett Yormark. All hail Brett Yormark, please. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> we have now passed a resolution with all 26 presidents of the Big 12's <laughs> new conference. Our resolution states, no more dumbasses calculating on the back of an envelope. The end. The end. Okay, we'll take questions from the audience. The ink isn't dry yet. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Steph Curry, Fear the Deer says, Steph Curry makes his teammates better. Draymond, Not last night. Draymond Green doesn't. Uh, hence team success. I guess. Okay. I mean, yeah. Hey, man. You're not wrong. Die on that hill. Yeah. Uh, Ron on 3849. The Pac-10 is on the verge of implosion. Give it six weeks. I don't think it goes away. I just think it will be a much smaller conference. Um, Mark Ruckert. 
Hey, Mark, good to see you with a C. Uh, where where were Sabonis' teammates? He's laying there on the ground, and Draymond is acting the fool, and nobody on the Kings even approached Draymond. Weak, yeah. They're all running down the floor. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, we're having watched this highlight a thousand times. And and much to James Knight's, James Knight's distress, I was trying to find the belief that Draymond Green actually tried to stomp this cat. And I couldn't do that because, well, he didn't. But you can just clearly see that Sabonis had no business being on the floor. Yeah. He was trying to draw a foul and he threw himself on the ground. I have very, very little sympathy for him. Yeah. Jake Gordon. He is such a daddy. Cracks funny jokes. Plays good ball. I'm sure he owns a pair of white Nike high tops and mows his lawn every Sunday till it looks just perfect. Wow. Jake Gordon. Now I got to go figure out who you're talking about. Who the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking about, Jake Gordon? I would love to know who, what you mean, man. Uh, you know, uh, Joe uh, Zay says nine more likes to go. Yeah, what I are we at here, at man? The, I haven't looked at the. Come on, get us there already. Bro. Are yeah. we past sixteen thousand yet? By the way, uh, I have no idea. Take a look. I haven't looked. Uh, let's see. What we got here. What we, got? we are at uh, fifteen. We are right where we were. Fifteen thousand nine eighty six. There you go. Appreciate you. Yeah, 191 likes. Let's go, Casual. It's almost 5,000 views, and we're only at 191 likes. Jeremy Callahan, new award is the Clutch Player Award. A leg lamp like uh, in Christmas Story awarded to Sabonis for clutching Draymond's leg. You ain't wrong. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Well played. You ain't you you ain't wrong. Fear the Deer says, don't be silly, Monty. Bucks have plenty of depth. Not without Giannis, they don't. See, the problem is when you have to play guys – the way that the Bucs will have to play, guys, it's you're, you're counting on Brooke Lopez to now be a foundational offensive piece. He's not that guy. When Giannis has got two and a half guys on him and Lopez is open at the perimeter, ah, there's a knockdown shooter. Yeah. Right? Like Joe Ingles with the Jazz. When Joe had to be the guy, he's past his prime. Couldn't do it. Um, when you when you're counting on the only, I think the only alpha on that team is Drew Holiday. Like Bobby Portis, not a number one option. He's not. Is he going to put up 20 points a game? Sure, if he if he can. Yeah. He's capable of it. Will he do it every night and carry the team? No, because that's not who he is. Some guys can handle it. Some guys can't. I mean, I, I think that's where they, they are. Uh, more UNLV talk on the morning show, Graham. Let's go. Okay. Uh, meant to say Giannis. Okay, Jake Gordon meant to say Yana. Now I can't find you. Little Jizzy. Jake's the type of guy to start drinking Bud Light now. Yeah, I'm going to have to get drunk with all these terrible takes. <laughs> wow. Tom says, how's the uh, how's the thunder up in SLC? Is it over? I love a good thunderstorm. Dude, dudes, that was amazing today. Dudes, there was like building shaking thunder and lightning today. It was It was kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, that was after we were done golfing, too. So, right. you know. Uh, Tom says, what will Cleofcock, Cleve Offcock, do after he's fired as commissioner? Well, my guess is, my, and this is strictly a guess, I think he's going to go to buckedup.com um, and get his free samples from the Monty Show in the description below. Make sure. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, they, you see, like, he's going to, because he doesn't have a... Anyway, he's going to go to BuckedUp.com and get the free samples of Bucked Up Energy. They, they're they so confident that you're going to love their stuff at Bucked Up that they are going to give you three free samples and a free shaker cup just for clicking the link in the description below. 
Really appreciate you guys doing that because, hey, man, A, it makes a big difference for the show. It really helps us grow. And B, you're going to find out that bucked up supplements are the best in the business. I cannot say enough about this Pixie Pump that they just put out this week. It's a brand new product, you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. If you're somebody that sits in front of a computer screen and you get that afternoon fade where you're like sleepy or you're struggling or, you know, Mrs. Monty's got a lot of work to do this week in her uh, pay the bills gig. Uh, she's using, she's using, uh, the pixie pump to stay mentally aware. Like I'm telling you guys, use the promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase at checkout, uh, at buckedup.com, but go in the description below and get the free samples, three free samples and a shaker cup of your choice. You can mix and match the colors on the shaker cup. Get after it in the description below. Bless you. I am drinking a mango tango. Yes. There is no doubt Miami is the best flavor. But you've tried. You're, you've been like a blue Raz guy, right? Yeah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Blue Raz. I mean, I have my my hierarchy. Miami is definitely head and shoulders number one. It ain't even close. Mango tango would be number two. Hmm. Uh, blue Raz would be number three. And then I'm not sure after that. Okay. All right. I like it. So make sure you go down and check that out. By the way, uh, score update for you in the NBA, Atlanta 13 to five early four minutes into the game, uh, Boston up one, nothing in that series, by the way, Don, and, uh, and the Cavs versus the Knicks coming up in 15 minutes. We'll keep you updated yeah. on that game as well. Uh, Jake Gordon says, what are you guys looking at the TV? That's exactly Your what mom. we're looking at. Oh, uh, <laughs> That's every day. Doug says, if ESPN's best offer is $9 million per for two games, there is no way they get to $21 million you profess. Oh, they will. They will. They're going to, in my opinion, I think they can get to $22 million. Yeah. I have heard repeatedly from multiple sources in different areas that they've got a $13 million proposition from a streamer, and they've got $9 million, $90 million a year from ESPN. And the, they're trying to get more on linear TV. That's why, listen, I think Apple TV is probably who we're talking about. Yeah. And I think that when you look at TV, I think they know that they have to do a deal with ESPN. And if they can get, if they can go from 90 to 100 million a year, I think they would take that deal. Yeah. The problem, of course, with that is that you're only at $23 million. And I think when you look at those numbers... I just, I don't know how all of that, I don't know how that's going to work. I, I, I truly, truly don't understand it. If you're, if you're at 22, $23 million per school per year, I just don't think that's a sustainable number. Yeah. You know, like I just, I think that's, there's just no way. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, Gary wants to know if you've tried that Kona yet. Uh, I was looking for it at, Har- at Harmon's. Mrs. Monty had it. it. Mrs. Monty had it at the break the other night. Yeah, I uh, I was looking for it, but could not find it. So yeah, I agree. Um, Fear the deer says I refuse to like you clowns at this point. Well, you know, you know, love you. Yeah. Uh, truck so stop. <laughs> truck stop. Gumby says, "What's for dinner tonight, Uncle Monty? Uh, I am going to have a half of a sweet potato, black beans, pico, oh, and guac. So good, dude. Yeah, Mrs. Monty is. Dude, Mrs. Monty's potato game is on point, bro. 1984 says grape is greater than mango tango. Now I will tell you that my BCAs that I drink at the gym every morning, I use BCA. The BCAs that's the version I use is called Racked." Because it's, it's got carnitine in it, yeah, which is a fat burner. I love that stuff. I'm telling you, the grape 
racked BCAs, so good. Yeah. But man, the the Miami energy drink, zero sugar, my friends. This vest drives me crazy. Why? Because it rides up. Um, Because of the way the zipper is. No. Anyway, the point is, (laughs) I can see you coming a mile away, sir. And the answer's no. That's what they are. You know. Uh, I'm a a huge grape fan. So Uh, Lamont Tucker, Rudy Gobert to Phoenix, LOL. Jake hit the Kawhi laugh. (laughs) No. No, can't do that. Cannot do that at all. Uh, Let's see. Who else? This is funny because I actually prefer the Mango Tango most. Do you? Really? Yeah, see, Mango Tango is really good, man. I'm telling you, like, my favorite is Miami, Greg. But uh, like I said, Mango Tango is second for me. And and I really actually enjoy drinking it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Jake Gordon says, got to get back to work. I'll catch you all on Insta chat later tonight. Jake. All right, homie. Dude, good to see you, man. I appreciate yeah. you being here. Yeah. Uh, Brent Burnett says, prefer clean water. I I, I drink a ton of water every yeah. day. Yep. A t- I, mm, I'm telling you. Truck Stop Gumby says, sweet potatoes? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, dude. If you, get in, if you don't have an Instapot, you're living life wrong. Get on, in, get on Amazon right now. Get an Instapot. And I'm telling you, put my, I think my wife put three large sweet potatoes in the Instapot with some water. It cooks in like 20 minutes. She cuts them in half, takes this the skin off, puts them in a bowl. Wow, she even takes the skin off for you? Yeah, dude. Bro. You want to talk about someone, woman that knows how to work that skin? Um, she takes the skin <laughs> off the sweet potato. <laughs> puts the whole sweet potato, half of it anyways, the whole half of the sweet potato. Hiscock. In a bowl, puts hot black beans on top of them, pico, guac, done. So good. So it, the next day... Dude, you put out a, mm, you know. Uh, let's see. Mark Ruckert says $23 million each for 10 teams. What if you add San Diego State and SMU? <laughs> I don't think San Diego, and this is the problem that we've had. Yes, we've talked about this. Yes. And everybody wants to say, oh, they got a pro rata, bro. Um, okay, cool. Um, they don't have a pro rata. But if you're in the Pac-12 and you add San Diego State and SMU, those are G5 teams. Pro rata doesn't apply, bro. Even if you had one. That's why I said, listen to the conversation. Like, you'll hear the frauds. Well, they have a pro rata, bro. Okay, well, what does that have to do with San Diego State? They're in the Mountain West. It's not a P5 conference. Yeah. You know? Gary, you need the SEC or the Big Ten to go full streaming to make it work. Dude, thank you. As if the angels are singing from heaven. You know what it is? You know what it is? Bless up. Bless up. I agree. Gary. You need the Big Ten or the SEC to go all in. I'm telling you, I am begging George Klyovskok, um, and everybody in the Pac-12, go Please. all in on Amazon Prime Sports. Please. Go all in on Amazon Prime Sports. Do it. I'm telling you. Um, let's see. Fear the Deer says, yeah, the terrible takes are coming out of the studio. Uh-huh. I'm sure they are. That's just Jake farting. It's not really a terrible take. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. Let's see. Bucked up. Water coming soon. Well, hey. Dude, if Bucked Up makes water, I'm there. Grape Grains is a Pac-12 tier flavor. Pump and Grind is top five. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mape's coming in strong. I like how we're using the Pac-12 to describe things that we don't like now. So are you saying that it's mid? Yeah, basically that what that's saying? what he's saying, yeah. Uh, Katie Raider. 
says, hit the like. Hello, guys. First time on. Katie Raider. What's How up, are Katie? you? Welcome to the show, girl. Nice to see you. We appreciate you being here. Please yeah. hit the like button, as your description says. Program. That'd be awesome. Oh, you know, my God. We're, we're two, two likes away, away from 200. Come, Come on, on now. You guys know our goal every day is to get 200 likes on yeah, the live show. let's go. So we, uh, we appreciate that. Uh, by the way, we are just 12 subscribers away from 16,000. Let's huh? go. Uh, C. Coppin says, where is the Mo where is Monty's bucked up shaker? Okay, C, got to talk about it now. What do I have to talk about? Well, you it didn't, it it kept, you know, it's not on the show anymore because of the, the Roto-Rooter last well, week. Well, and this is 60 ounces of water right here. Yeah. And I'm trying to drink more water. Yeah. I am trying to drink a lot more water. Yeah. So that's where it is. Katie Raider says, thank you. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate you being here. Mark Record says, ASU Money Perch saying um, it will be over by May 15th or status quo. Could be a Big 12 deadline. Okay, but read nah. that again. Read that again. Read that again. What, ASU what? Money Perch. I don't know what Money Perch means. Yeah, so Money Perch is the first red flag. Second red flag is, quote, it will be all over by May 15th. No, all over May 15th or status quo. So so wait, are you're telling me something's gonna get done or it's not gonna get done? Yeah, Mark Record, will you clarify that for me? I'm yeah. I'm unsure of yeah. what you mean. Mark Hale says money. Yeah. Mark. Uh Brent Burnett, lots of water springs everywhere popping up on this mountain. Dude, are you serious? Did you have you guys seen some of the flooding recently? Oh, Where it's real. There's so much water coming off of the mountains that yeah. they're creating new rivers and streams. It's crazy. Uh, fear the deer. Just to be clear, can I ask you guys to take my comments as tongue in cheek always? Yeah. Guy, you're good to go, man. James, you're my dude. Okay, fuck you. Now, if you'd pay your debt instead of being a lousy welcher, because you still owe me 4X gold. I should just come pick it up off your doorstep. Do you know what that's like these days? Nah, you might get shot in our country. Okay, take it easy. <clears throat> he doesn't live in Kansas City. Uh, Ruff's official says no wagers on the playoffs. How much is Don getting embarrassed? All right, here we go. Monty makes you money. <laughs> I got to find the graphic. I, I want you to listen to me. There it is. Monty <laughs> makes you money, bitches. Um, probably too much. All right, Atlanta at Boston. Uh, what's the score? Let me see. 22-13 Atlanta. First my quarter, 340 to go. Here's my lock on this game. This is really not a smart lock. Uh, I'm going to take the Celtics to win, considering they're down 10. I'm going to take the Celtics to win. Um, but I'm going to take Atlanta to cover. I think they're going to lose by less than 10. And I think Boston's going to win. And I think it's going to go under the 231 and a half. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think that... that mm. Yeah, that's, it that's is. a good Remember, take. it's that's Boston really minus 10. Yeah, minus 10 is a big number. Too big in the NBA. Too big in the NBA. Yeah, but they torched them the, in game one, did they not? Yeah, but I think Quinn Snyder's an excellent adjustment head coach. He has proven that. And so I'm taking Boston to win, Atlanta to cover, and under. That's my that's my parlay on this game. I mean, I don't bet. I, you have positions. I mean, you don't bet. I mean, come on. Who am I, Teddy Wayman? Yeah, I have to agree with that. There's not really another way to go on that game. Knicks at yeah. the Cleveland Cavaliers. This game's got some heat. This is going to be tough. Cavs yeah. are favored by 5.5-214. Yeah. I'm telling you, that the and, and this has been my struggle in this series because I am also a huge fan of the money line in this situation. When you have a team that's up, 1-0 on the road, 
and they're plus 192 on the money line, bro, all day, take take the Knicks on the money line here. Um, if you must have a position on this game, I'm telling you, I would take the Knicks to win, and this game goes over the two, 214. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Cavs to win this game. Cover? Uh, yeah, I do think they cover because they're down one nothing. Okay. Uh, so this is a must-win game for them, in my opinion, and they know that. I'm telling uh, you to to take the money if you're going to wager, and I, you know, yeah. for straight fun, you're going to bet four x gold with James, who's yeah. never going to pay you. Yeah. Uh, I would tell you, <laughs> take the money line. Yeah. That's what I would tell you. The Los Angeles Clippers of Los Angeles. This freaking game, dude. At the Phoenix Suns of Phoenix. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Uh, minus seven and a half, 227, eight o'clock TNT. This is easy. The Suns are going to win this game by double digits, and it is going to go over the 227. Suns all day. I think they have a massive breakout game. I think we're going to have an exceptionally long series. This is a must-win game in Kevin Durant, and I'm hoping the sex machine really comes out strong tonight. Like, I am hoping that Devin Booker I'm so bricked up right now. He's got to shoot 30% from three. And I think he's got to shoot 50% from the floor. And he's got to shoot 50% on, on 20 shots. We can't. The numbers the other night, that, that's not going to get it done. Uh-huh. I think Devin Booker has to have a huge game. The good news is I think Chris Paul just has to be Chris Paul. Do what you did the other night. Don't worry about scoring. I think when you look at the fact that this game went to 225 the other night, and you look at the fact that Devin Booker the other night only took 19 shots. And I've said this repeatedly on this show. His number is 20 shots. He's got to shoot 50% from the floor and 30% from three. They'll win the game. And DeAndre Ayton, I know what I'm getting from Kevin Durant. I don't know what I'm getting from DeAndre Ayton. Uh-huh. That's what worries me. But I think they are going to blow them out. Yeah, I, uh, I don't see that game this way. Uh, or that way, I guess I should say. Uh, I think the Suns will win. I don't think they cover. I think they struggle again because they turn the ball over too damn much. Uh, and I think that uh, this game does go over. So I think they win a tight one at home to even the series. Okay. Uh, Apocalypse So says, is this a sports talk show or amateur comedy hour at Neckbeards Are Us? Okay. I mean, you're welcome Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Hey, guys, we have a live tournament starting down here this week. It seems to be well-received. I doubt people understand the origins of blood money. It's funny. We talked about... We got to talk about that before the program's over. We do. We'll have to talk about that. Um, James Knight says, okay, I hit the like button. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. 209 likes. Appreciate you, bro. 209 likes. We like that. Um, Very good. Kevin Love was impressive the other night with the Heat. I think Kevin Love's a really important part of it. I do. Uh, C. Kaufman says, my wife is making pan-sit noodles for supper tonight. Oh. Anything noodles. Then stop cheesing us, tinfoil. What do you mean? Yeah, so tinfoil in the comments section had apologized for yesterday's performance. I didn't even see you there, tinfoil. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gotta love the Utah boys. No forgiveness for me, dude. I didn't even see you apologize. Yeah. Do we get? I think I say this every day. We get so many comments. I don't. I don't think I see half the comments, and I only read half of the half of the comments. Yeah. So, uh, Apocalypse So wants to know why does the host keep saying homoerotic things? What are you talking about, dude? Okay. 
I mean, we, we, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says shelter in. Okay. Mike M says uh, neck beards usually require facial hair. Yeah, yeah I, that's I'm, what I'm saying, dude. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not really sure what you mean. Uh, there's no toast for all the butter. Wants to know if there are dating updates. Uh, not at this time, my man. Not at this time. Next dating update will come Thursday on the showroom. A lot of people today I've seen, I just haven't gotten to read them, want to know. Um, my, whoa. Katie Rader says, tried to send you guys some moolah and YouTube fails. Heads up. Oh, no. Is that true? Sorry what to hear happened? that. I don't know. I guess she tried to tip us but couldn't. Um, That's I, weird. Yeah. I appreciate it. I don't know that we've ever had us. someone say that. Yeah, I don't know. Katie, try again. <laughs> Sent us lots of money. Lots of money. Uh, let's go. Uh, hey, speaking of facial hair, Jeff Bevan, Affect Beard Co- Company, um, says, speaking of facial hair, if you haven't, check out the Utah-based Affect Beard yeah. for all of your beard beard care needs. Jeff Bevan owns that company. Yes! You know. Um, Michael Atencio, I will wait until legit sources say. Okay. Good for you, bro. That's cool. Yeah. It's all good. Um, J.K. Marshall says pepperoni pizza. Nah. Papa Murphy's. Use the promo code Mati25. Uh, thank you for almost seeing my sorry. What were you apologizing for? His yeah. Okay. Yesterday, you remember yesterday? Oh yeah. And he said that he had too he had too much to drink and he was having a little too much fun in the comment section. Oh, it's all good, dude. Yeah, you don't have it, to. It, it's not. It's cool, dude. Bro. You don't have to apologize to us, man. It's all good. There's no, like, it's not personal for us. I think a lot of people that comment on our show think it's like personal or it's all good, dude. Like you, nobody, you never you, you have your, the thing that we do on the show, it's very clear. Have your opinion, your opinion. If I don't agree with you, that doesn't mean I'm right. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It doesn't mean that your opinion's invalid. You, you are welcome to your opinion. And I love that. Uh, Mark Klee says Clippers win again. I think that's one of the most difficult lines of the night. Yeah. But there's just something. I look at this game. Clippers at Phoenix, 7.5-227. And I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, and I think the Suns are going to win. And I think they'll win by 10 points. Yeah. Minimum. Where are you at on that game? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I I think the Suns are going to win this game. Uh, I think it's a one-possession game in a high-scoring game because I think the Suns turn the ball over too much. Okay. I think DeAndre Ayton not being able to catch a basketball leads to the Clippers getting out in transition way too often. Mr. Tinfoil Man says, I made a fool of myself. Dude, dude you're, you're good. good, man. You're, you're good, good. Man. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You Don't worry about it, dude. You're all good with us, dude. Scammer Trolling says, have a take. Don't suck. That's what I'm saying. What's up, Romy? Um, uh, let's see. Mark Hale says money. Why do you keep saying money? Because the, the, was it Kayla? Was Katie, that, Katie, Texas, Katie. Yes. She was talking about money. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. hey, man. You guys want to donate? You can go, we'll always take your money. Knock man. it down, Katie. Let's go. Uh, Mike Phillips says, Monty is 50 now, which means he has the ultimate superpower. He doesn't give an F oh, dude, what that's anyone been, thinks. That's been very apparent for like 10 it's years. It's liberating. It is. I, I think we've talked about that a lot on the show. Um, you know, that like when you learn that, you know, your decision-making uh, it can't be impacted by by other people. Um, 
unless you hear us talking about barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. And when you hear us what talking about say? yeah, barbecuepitstop.com and you understand that uh, Malcolm Brogdon just hit a half-court buzzer beater to put Boston up 28-25 after the first quarter. How about that? Thank you, Malcolm. We appreciate that on the lock. Uh, barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. I told you earlier, I'll tell you again, the best barbecue equipment in the business is barbecue pit stop uh, in Logan, Layton, Lehigh, Payson. What's up, all my Paysonians? I have no idea if that's a real name. Uh, but you now have a barbecue pit stop in Payson. Telling you, man, they are amazing. Also in Murray on State Street, right across from the mall. Barbecue pit stop, whether it's a, a, a Traeger, a, a Yoder, a Big Green Egg, a Camp Chef, they've got that covered for you. Spices, rubs, sauces, mats, covers for your smoker, tongs. You know, tongs. Yeah, because every dude needs tongs. Yeah, and they also have meat selections in their stores now. I mean, the the Barbecue Pit Stop in Logan has arguably the best meat company. I know, and forgive me, I'm a terrible person. I can't remember the meat company that they're in in Payson. Barbecue Pit Stop is inside of a, a uh, butcher shop in Payson. It's an amazing store. Go check them out. Tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show or shop online in the one seasoning that everybody has to have to cook properly, Asado Seasoning from Flavor Knuckles. I tell you guys about this all the time. They ship worldwide. No matter where you listen to this show, Asado Seasoning from Flavor Knuckles. Knock it down. BBQPitstop.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, Fear the Deer. Does anyone know if Mr. Tinfoil Man has a fully functioning brain? Oh, I'm sure okay, he does. Chill out, dude. Chill I'm out. I'm sure he does. Uh, and the name of that meat shop is Western Hills. Yes, Quality Western meats. Hills Quality Meats. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, Mark Hale says, every time you mention a sponsor, it's money to you. It should be. That's right. Uh, Devery Davis for the mortgage scammer trolling says, my guy, Devery Davis. That's yeah, right. Dude. He's just chilling right now. Yeah, support your mortgage, guys, man. It's, it, it has been a rough ride for real estate and mortgage, dude. It, it, think about the industries in this country that struggle. Mortgage, real estate, automotive. Like car sales, completely different through the pandemic. Real estate, totally different. Mortgage, totally different. Like it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, Gary says, meat shop, huh? Meat shop. Hey, meat rocket, where you at, bro? Meat rocket. Mr. Tinfoil Man says, 50,000 subs says I do. Says you do what? I think have a brain. Is that what you meant? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we don't need to be insulting people, bro. No. Like, it's not. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, cool. If yeah, you have 50,000 50, subs, 50, subs yeah. on your YouTube channel, there you go, dude. Yeah, I'm dude. happy for you, man. Um, Truck Stop Gumby says, what's a new car? Exactly. Seriously, don't, dude. You don't, I don't think they exist. You don't want to know. I'm telling you. You're going to flip on the Nick game or what? You mean the Cav game? No, the Nick game. Dude, what's your, you're a Knicks fan now? I'm not a Knicks fan. I just like, what know. are we doing? Hey, real quick. I want to talk about Jalen Hurts because uh, before we get to the non-sports stories of the day and your non-sex life, uh, <laughs> I do want to talk about what uh, Jalen Hurts got 51 million per season guaranteed at $179 million. $51 million. Is Jalen Hurts a guy that you would pay $51 million a year to be your starting quarterback? Yeah. Because he took you to the Super Bowl. And you either have one or you don't. And you don't want to be Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Well, there is and a lot really of that. It really is that simple. Like, on, like I, I don't think it's, like, you don't need to say anything. Like, literally, it's, hey, do you want to be in the Lamar situation or do you not? And if you don't, here's how much it's going to cost you. Because 
I agree with the 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 Schefters and you know the Field Yateses of the world and all the insiders in the NFL talking about the fact that this is cyclical, man. Every single year, yes. someone's up next, and you have a decision to make. And yeah, there's going to be three years from now, some dude is going to be making. 70 million guaranteed or like what like some ridiculous you know 350 million guaranteed 70 a year like we're, we're going to get to those numbers in the nfl for quarterbacks it's going to happen it's just a matter of time but the problem is you have to now prove your worth you can't be in my opinion dak was the last guy who got a deal when he was not exactly proven you knew what he'd do in the regular season but is that money going to get you a super bowl with Jalen, you can say yeah yeah, he's going to take us to the Super Bowl. We didn't win it, but at he, least we got there. But you know the other thing that's spectacular? Jalen Hurts has a $19.7 million cap hit, whereas Patrick Mahomes has an $86 million cap hit. Dak Prescott, 86. Deshaun Watson, 83. Cap hits over the next two seasons. His is 19. I'd love to see how they're working that cap because... Well, because it's the way that it's structured. When you look at the bonus money and you look at what's guaranteed and the way they set that up, I just think it's it's absolutely remarkable the way that that he structured that deal. And his cap hit over the next four seasons, 6.15, 13.5, 21.7, 31.7. Which, how about Daniel Jones of the Giants? 21 million this year, 45 million, 39.5, Yeah. I mean, it's remarkable for a guy who had a record-breaking Super Bowl in his efficiency. And you look at the numbers that he has put up. And we had a huge fight over this in the um in the in the members only chat on Instagram, which by the way, if you are not a member of the program, you absolutely should be. Uh, a member of the program. Join right there. $9.99 gets you into our members-only group on uh, Instagram. Um, but you can also join for $1.99 a month. Yeah. Um, so hook it up. Um, oh, Mr. Tinfoil Man, why don't you upload anymore, dude? Why? What's up with that? That sucks. Um, but you look at you look at Jalen, and, and my simple question is, are you guys comfortable paying Jalen Hurts $179 million guaranteed? I totally am. I don't think I have no problem considering what he has been through and where he has been. The numbers that he put up, I think it's nothing. It's nothing short of staggering, and I think that Jalen Hurts has earned every penny of that money. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. Like I said, I mean, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think he's earned it. I think that Jalen Hurts is 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 everything you'd want in a quarterback, dude. And I think that. He, again, is exemplifying the fact that you need to be able to run, but you should be a pass-first guy and only run when you have to. And I think that, again, is guys like Lamar who run first, uh, you're not going to get paid because owners are seeing through that now. They're And it's and it's become the norm to call it out. Hey, if you're only going to play, you know, what did, what did Buddy in Atlanta say? You're only going to play seven, eight games a year for me? You're not worth. That's you right. Know, you're not worth all that money. And I think... And I think that's the thing with Jalen is he can now he's got the hammer. He can say, yes, Super Bowl. Yes, I've played all those games. Yes, I'm the leader of this team. No, I have not been in trouble off the field. Yes, I am a I am a, a professional of the highest level. Like he can say all that stuff. And, and he's healthy. Yeah. Although dude. did you hear he had ankle surgery? Yeah. To remove the hardware from that high ankle sprain uh, in twenty eighteen. Um, but we'll see. I think I think it's an interesting sign, but I think it's it's a hundred percent yes. You need you needed to pay 
Jalen Hurts, no doubt. Yeah, I think it's a great move. Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow? Long term, I think I'd probably rather have Joe. But right now, the next two, three seasons, yeah, I think you got to stay with Jalen. Because I think Jalen Hurts is an elite passer now. Yeah. I, I, he's absolutely yeah. elite. I but think... I wonder what – I wonder – who has more ability to carry a bad – or not a bad team, an average offense? Because that, I think, is really fascinating when you look at it. Because you're right, Jalen is an elite passer. But we know that Joe Burrow's been there every year. Jalen's been there once. That's By the way, my question. Donnie and Jalen Brunson are going to punch each other in the face all night long. And I'm here for it. This is going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. Um, Justin Herbert? No, nah, he's not on their level yet. He's Daniel not. Jones? No. Nope. Justin Fields, of course. Right. <clears throat> Please. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow are on a level all their own. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, I'd rather have Jalen Hurts for $51 million a season than Daniel Jones for forty with a $21 million cap hit. Well, you know. Uh, hey, Mahomes is my guy, Katie Raider says. Well, well well, Raider, you you got and a pretty I think good he's guy. He's and shoulders the best guy in the league right now. I mean, I, I, I even I even with Jalen the way he's playing, Patty is is the best guy in the league. I, I just don't think we can dispute that anymore. Well, and that he wanted to play. Wow, that he wanted to play injured and did play injured and won a Super Bowl injured. I think is spectacular. It's outstanding. Julius Randle was just very Julius Randle. Yeah, he has Jalen Brunson wide open in the corner. Instead, dropped it back to Mitchell Robinson, who who gets called for a charge. Yeah. Kick your best player. The best player in the series Stop. is open in the corner. Give it to him. Give it to him. And they won't do it. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Mike Maple says, Jimmy took San Francisco to the Super Bowl. He's not that guy. I worry Hurts won't live up to that contract. Yeah, but what's the difference, though, well, Mike? But you're not wrong. Well, uh I think you have to put context to that, though. Yes, yes, he did go to the Super Bowl. Yes, but but the difference was is is he's a system guy. The system made Brock who he is. Well, no, you're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I'm talking about Brock Purdy. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, sure, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy is a good quarterback. But when we Jimmy look Garoppolo at put the 49ers in position, Brock Purdy took him there. That's my opinion. Yeah. Because if Brock Purdy doesn't make the plays he he made, the problem though is is if you're a guy like Brock Purdy now, now current day with everything that's happened, the injury, Jimmy's moving on, whatever. Now current day, if you're Brock Purdy, you're not going to be able to leverage the organization for a big contract. Let's say you did go to the Super Bowl, and let's say you actually won the Super Bowl. I still think you wouldn't get fifty a year I agree. because you're leaning on the system. It's not. It's when you have a system like Shanahan's, that is that is an immediate. Get out of jail free card for an owner not to pay you, right? But with Jalen or with Joe Burrow or basically all the other guys in the league, they can say, yes, I am the one who audible. I'm the one who chose to play. I'm the one doing this. So yeah. I just think it's different. Mark Clee, are you still taking cold showers, Monty? I took actually during the colonoscopy prep last week. It's been difficult because now that we're doing afternoons, I flip my schedule. So I work out in the morning. Um, and I don't take cold showers after a workout. It kills your gains. So I haven't been taking as many, but last week when I was feeling terrible, I took a cold shower and it got rid of my headache and it just pepped me up. Yeah. I think it's the reason, although my God, that Thursday morning was terrible. Yeah. Uh, terrible. Michael Peck, 
Hurts won me my fantasy league. Pay the man. Yeah, well, dude. I mean, there you go. Uh, Apocalypse Sow says Tinfoil Man actually has 50,000 subs. Yes, That's awesome. he does, dude. Good for you, Tinfoil Man. That's awesome. I See, I don't hate on guys. Yeah. Like, I love guys that have success and can do what they do. Like, I don't have any problem with it. I, I just their you know. success is not our failure, man. Yeah, and that's why I think people forget. I think a lot of people forget that. Uh, Fear the deer says, "Jake, you insult me every day with your lack of NBA knowledge, bro." Yeah, well, you know, I'm no James uh, Knight, but I'll do. Dave Patrick, you said your logic. You said you use your logic when you see things. Then, where is your logic with the Big Ten adding any Pac-12 teams when it would cost every Big Ten? School? We've talked about this a hundred times. Yeah, today. dude. You're, you're like what we what we said was there's only two ways. There's only two ways. For the Big Ten to add teams. Go to your current TV partners and say, hey, we have an opportunity to add Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal. Do you want to pony up more money for those four schools? Yes? Okay, great. No? Okay, cool. Are you sure? Yeah, we're sure. Okay. Or you go to a streamer and said, yeah, we're going to need like $500 million a year. Which is not going to happen. Yeah. Those are your two options. Because there's nobody in the Big Ten that's going to give away a quarter of their check so that you can add those teams. And it'd probably be more than that if you had four. So I <coughs> I, I, I think it's very cut and dry there. That's what I'm saying. Gary says they don't call him a homeboy for no reason. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Fear the Deer says, I think we need to wrap it up, Monty. Your boy needs some sleep. I hope it, it's due to extracurricular activities. I'm good, dude. He is good. Yeah, I, I think know. you are good. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Uh, Dave Patrick says, where's the logic in Fox paying for schools that add no value or the NFL allowing pack games to go along with NFL games at the same Dude, time? Dude, what the hell are you talking about, bro? Like, First of all, if you add Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal, there's a massive amount of value there. It's a footprint that the Big Ten does not have. Um, it gives you coast-to-coast -coast coverage. It grows your fan base. It adds a revenue stream regionally in the Bay Area, the Northwest, and in Southern California, who you've added already. Now you have a North to Southwest Coast revenue stream, complete domination of college football coast to coast. Sorry, we're, you said there's no value there. I disagree with that. I disagree with that, totally. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, Dave Patrick, to add to what you said, the bar is so high now with new media deals not sure any Pac-12 team clears the bar of at least $70 million per year in terms of value. Well, and I think right out of the gate, you're going to see that Pac-12 teams, Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal, are going to get 50% of a, of a revenue deal if they add to the Big Ten. Because you have to earn your way in. You're, it, it doesn't, if you, I mean, it just doesn't matter at this point. If you join the Big Ten, there's no, there's no need. There's no pressing need. Right, they have to have an appetite to add those teams, those schools. So I, I think it's a it's a steeper hill to climb than most people realize. Katie Raider says, "Think about it. Hurts is cheap since they signed him early. Very smart by the Eagles. Yes. And if you're Lamar Jackson, you're dumb because <laughs> you should have signed the two hundred million dollar deal last year. By the way, you would have been the highest paid player in the history of the NFL because I think he probably would have got more on average." Less probably guaranteed, but if he signs now, I mean, like yeah. then you'd have had two. I think they were offering him two hundred million guaranteed. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. 
I don't understand it. Ruff's official. It's funny that people always uh, who always criticize billionaires are okay with guys getting paid fifty million a year for throwing a ball. What's that got to do with anything? Yeah, I don't. A, I think on this show I routinely say we got to stop criticizing rich people for being rich. B, if you can get paid fifty million dollars to take a shit, go do that. Yeah, seriously. Throw a ball, go do that. Seriously. Wash windows, go do that. Whatever you can make fifty million dollars at that you're passionate about, go get it. Go and get it. That's what I say. Dave Patrick, if Fox can get some schools in the Big 12 for half the cost, nobody's leaving the Big 12. Why would, why would, why, is that what you mean? Let me reread that. I'm sorry if I jumped the gun. If Fox can get same schools in the Big 12 for half the cost, that's logical and good business. Well, oh, I see what you mean. But the problem is Fox is not in control of football. ESPN controls Big 12 football. Fox controls Big 12 basketball, A. B, I don't believe that I don't believe that there's a single team in the Pac-12 that wants to join the Big 12. Now, that's different than Will. I don't believe there's a single team in the Pac-12 that's like, oh, man, whew, I cannot wait to be a member of the Big 12. Yeah! Hey, man. You tell you motherfuckers, Stillwater, Oklahoma, and, and uh, you know, uh, October. I'm say this again. I mean, talk about a moonlight sonata. We Stillwater, do, Oklahoma. Do. Nobody wants to join the Big 12 from the Pac-12. They're too arrogant, right? Will they? Yeah, sure they will. Do they want to? They don't. They don't. That's just me. Fear the deer says, wow, Mr. Chinfo Man is actually legit. He has 50,000 subs. You know. Um, okay. Hey, your wife is hot. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Fear the deer said, hard to believe your comments seem irrational. Okay. Uh, Gary says, you can't leave USC and UCLA out there by themselves. You need more teams to help them out. You need travel partners. Yeah. It's you going need... to happen, bro. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Matter of time. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, Gary, I'm less convinced about the whole they're on an island line nowadays. There are no schools that would make travel that much easier for them. Washington is still 1,100 miles away. Well, I think, though, that when you can stay in the same time zone, you truly can keep your routine and just sleep in a different bed. If you are USC and you got to go play, play Rutgers, there's nothing routine about that. If you are UCLA and you got to go play... Michigan, there's nothing routine about that. That's the reality of it, right? Um, I, that, but that's just me. I think if you look at the likelihood of teams joining the Big Ten, I mean, I think it's likely Oregon and Washington get that deal done. Yeah. Right? I think it's possible that Stanford and Cal join them. Is it going to happen? I don't know. I think that the Big Ten is finally getting a new commissioner. Kevin Warren works for the Chicago Bears now. I mean, I, I just think it's a, it, there's a lot of un, unknown. Uh, Katie Rader would like to clarify, it's Stoolwater, Oklahoma. My bad. Sorry if you're offended by that. My bad. He peed in his own yeah, water. Yeah, can you, you, know can you get the nomenclature right? You know. uh, 1,100 is a whole lot better than Minnesota or Ohio or Iowa or Michigan. Nobody wants to go to the state of Iowa. Nobody. What? God bless you, Ames. Nobody wants to go to the state of Iowa. You know. Spangler says strategery. Uh, okay. Okay. You want to play Stratego? Uh, we could live stream that. 
Uh, Curtis D316, Jim Williams tweeted this morning that Big Ten adding any Pac-12 school is not at the top of the new commissioner's <coughs> list, and I would agree with him. <coughs> I would agree with him. I, I just think they have bigger fish to fry right now. Yeah. And there's no impetus to do that. There's nothing that's like, oh, my God, we have to add them. The TV deal offer needs to be announced. Once that happens, then you have leverage. Then Kinzano will get his dominoes to fall over. Yes. Right? Like, that's when that Oh, happens. my God, just like that. Oh. Uh, Katie Raider says Colorado and Arizona. It could be. I, I, I just think Colorado with Prime is never going to be hotter than they are now. Right? I don't think so. I mean, he's got so much momentum. He's done such a, a, a wonderful job building that program without Excuse ever having me. played a game. Program. Program. My bad. Program. My bad. Program. Um, but, I mean, he's done such a good job without yeah. – they haven't even snapped a football. Yeah. For crying out loud, they haven't snapped a football there. And he's got more momentum in that program than they've ever had. A video of him feeding a bison or a buffalo – is doing mad business for but, them. Jesus, dude, did you guys see the video Shador Sanders? Yes, yes. The mic'd up yes, video? Yes. Like that stuff is the only other school I know that's doing that is BYU. Yeah. Like they're do he he brought his own videographer with them. And now all of a sudden Colorado, who nobody gave a damn about a year ago, all of a sudden they're doing all kinds of multimedia. Oh, they're doing all kinds of Instagram and Snapface yes. and you know, face snap and Stuff. Yeah, stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tom says, can we do members only fantasy league? We can if you want. Gary says, <laughs> like, uh, like Iowa holds any water in that conference, LOL. Iowa. I don't hate Iowa. I know people in Iowa. But, you know. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, there are also schools like Iowa who seem really opposed to adding Pac-12 schools. They didn't even want the L.A. schools. Interesting dynamic in Big Ten country. Totally. It really is. Totally. I think that's a great point. Yeah. I think that is a great point. Greg also says uh, they hold as much water in that conference as we do in ours. Their opinion still matters. They're on the inside. They are. They are. But, man, I can tell you, Utah just has no desire to join the Big 12. I think very little to none. But, Greg, isn't the difference between Utah and Iowa the fact that Utah is actually good? Like, But nobody wants to talk about that. Why like, am I the? How did I like, become the the Utah Ute evangelist? Well, if you ask certain Utah boosters, they think you hate Utah. So I mean, I, I'm not really sure which which side <laughs> of the coin it. you're on here. Stop it! I'm just look. I'm Why? just I'm just trying to be. I'm trying to be unbiased down the middle. Yeah, I love the people who are like, I don't listen to your show. Okay, then why are you tweeting about the things we say on our show? Oh fuck! Just asking, asking for a friend. But Greg, but seriously, my point is, is that. The difference between Utah and I was Utah has won the conference two years in a row. Now they lost two Rose Bowls in a row, which sucks. Yeah. But they're actually a good football team. Yeah. Mr. Tinfoil Man, you have no need for cold showers when you have the hot that hot of a wife. Trust me, you do. I'm so do. bricked up right now. Jeff Bevan, imagine being such a dumpster fire for a sports program like Cal and Stanford and getting the golden ticket simply because of being local to USC and UCLA. Program. Seriously, Bev. Well, and there's that whole little thing about you being the number third uh, educational institution in the land, you know. By the way, how come you don't do videos about your vending machines anymore? Like what? Jeff Bevan, like the entrepreneur of the show, oh. owns Affect Beard Company. Really good beard products, by the way. Um, but Bevan used to put up videos of his vending machines and stuff. Oh, yeah. Why don't you do like that? Like he owns vending machines. 
Like, I used to enjoy those videos, Bev. Where are they? Utah Twitter users are convinced you both hate Utah when I've uh, personally heard both of you talk up almost every single show from like. I know. I know. That's, that's the, the thing that's I don't get. Thing. Yeah. Brand Keithy came to my birthday party, but I hate the Ute. Oh. <laughs> Come on, dude. What is there to hate about Utah football? What is it that they win too many conference championships? <laughs> or is it that they handle their humanity as well as any team? Hey, they've made winning the conference casual. Yeah. Come on. Uh, let's see. Is Utah good or is the Pac-12 just bad? Well, USC is still in the conference and Lincoln's got them tuned up and they Utah beat them twice last year. Yeah. You know. This is the last year that the conference will be good, though. I would agree. Uh, Tom, you became a Utah supporter after you found out you have more Utah fans than BYU fans. That must be it. That must be it. That must be it. Uh, Gary, Greg, that's like saying Oregon State as opposed to adding anyone from to the pack. Like, it's Oregon State, bro. It's Iowa. Dude, yeah, I don't disagree. And Utah to the big, and we go 9-3 and three or 10-2. and two. That... Is the Big Ten the most overrated athletic conference in the history of college sports? Yeah, but that boy Prince. Yeah, they do. Uh, Apocalypse So says, Iowa won 10 games is when it was in the Big Ten championship game in 2021, and you can't compare winning the Big Ten to the pack. Well, nah. But in all seriousness, better football conference, the Pac-10 with the 10 remaining schools, and let's go Pac-12 with everybody together this year. Who will be a better football conference, Pac-12 or the Big Ten? Pac-12. I think the Pac-12 will be a better After football After USC conference. and UCO leave, the Big Ten. I would agree. Uh, Katie Rader, I think at least Arizona and Colorado are a done deal for the Big 12. I would love to pick up San Diego State and ASU and dust the rest. Well, I think San Diego State, as we have told you exclusively on this show, uh, we were told directly that they have an invitation and have essentially told the Big 12, thank you, but we're joining the Pac-12. Yeah. So I think... I think you're not going to get San Diego State. But I think if I had to guess, and nobody has told me this, I am strictly conjecture. Arizona, Arizona State are a package deal. I think at the end, in whenever this all goes down, the Big 12 is going to be Oregon State, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, and Gonzaga. That's, that's my guess. Because I have heard Oregon State five too many times now. Seriously. And we've been hearing about it and hearing about it and New hearing about it. and up and coming. And... and I was talking to a dude like a week ago who's like, dude, don't forget about Oregon State. Don't, Gonzaga. Don't forget about Oregon State. We'll see. Again, that's nine out of ten YouTube people and people who say they know what they're talking about. And I'm an idiot. We haven't been wrong yet. Apocalypse So, Utah and Iowa are, are similar level programs. No, I yeah. think, look, I grew up on Iowa. Roy Marble's a stud, but I don't think Utah's head and shoulders better than Iowa. I just think Kyle Whittingham is one of the best coaches in the country. And I think Utah knows how to do sports now. Yeah. So that's just me. Uh, Gary said, no, Utah and Penn State are similar programs. Well, Penn State's better, we've unfortunately found out. Greg said, Pac-12 will be better football conference than both the Big 12 and the ACC this year. Mm. Uh, I, That's the, my hot take the for the ACC, month. Yes. The ACC, I think, has a enthusiasm problem. Yeah. That's my guess. That's my guess. 
Uh, Apocalypse So says, LMAO, the pack has no true contenders. Are you insane? So USC, UCLA, and Utah are not true contenders. And Bo Nix, back at Oregon, not a true contender. Oh, by the way, Washington has Penix back and is headed in the right direction. No, not a no. They're not a contender. Are they a con- Not a contender. That's right. They suck too. Utah, back-to-back conference championships, back-to-back Rose Bowl appearances. Content? Uh, no, not a contender. USC with arguably the most talented roster in the country. I just, they don't have a quarterback. Do they? No. Quarterback at USC. Um, I can't think of his name. Steve Jones. Oh, Some... no. Caleb Williams in his nail paint that won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, they suck too. He's no CJ Stroud, but he'll do. Come on. Come on. Uh, it's not even a debate. How could you compare the Pac to the Big Ten? The third place team stomped the Pac 12 champ. Did you see back Big Ten football last year? Yeah. This is not this is a pointless conversation. I think it dude. is. Yeah. I would agree. I, I respectfully disagree with you. Uh, LV Seminole, what's up? Where you been? Uh, I don't. I do not get the hate towards Utah. I'm a Big Twelve. I'm in Big Twelve country, and I can see Utah is rolling. They are, and he's phenomenal. Uh, Darren Smith, what's up, Darren? I'm a BYU guy. Ninety percent of Utah fan. Ninety percent of Utah fans and can suck it. Okay. I don't know about their ability to suck it. I personally, that's just not how I roll, but you, I'm so bricked up right now. Uh, you know, His um, <laughs> Jason, most of the political swing states like Iowa are in the big 10 country, which equals many millions in political ads for media companies during football games. You're probably not wrong about that. Stanford and Cal to the Ivy league. It's not a terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, Stanford has a tiny enrollment. That is a small school. By choice. Yeah, that is a small school. But, hey, that's just me. Uh, let's see. Um, where do we want to go here? I'm going to go to best fast food burgers. By the way, real quick, speaking of pissing people off, did you guys see that Fox settled the Dominion lawsuit for a reported $787 million? <laughs> this is fascinating to me. Why? Oh, why did you go through discovery depositions? You destroyed Tucker Carlson's show. You wrecked Sean Hannity because now we know he was just a mouthpiece for Donald Trump. You really, you, you were forced to release all those emails, all those text messages to settle. Why did what? Why did you do that? Like it is it is beyond me to understand. Because I don't think the Mur- and I could be wrong. I don't think the Murdochs are stupid people. Uh-huh. But why did you wreck your value and then settle the case? Because I think that that folks like the Murdochs think that they can bully anybody they want to and Dominion wasn't having that. And I think that they want Fox wanted to take it to the absolute limit. And then they were like, all right, cool. We're yeah, not going to win this was, one. We're going to settle. That was stunning. Yeah. That was absolutely stunning. Yeah. That they settled. Yeah. I can't, I can't even believe that. And then there's this argument about the top 10 best burgers in America. I will fight you over this. Yeah, because I'm incredibly hungry right now as we talk about this list. Okay, I'm going to read it 10 to 1. Okay. 
Number 10. This is according to Eat This, Not That. Freddy's original double. True, true <coughs> or false? <coughs> Never had one. Okay. White Castle Sliders, number nine. Not a burger. Not a burger. Uh, Whataburger, double meat, Whataburger. Okay. This is one we disagree on. I'm not a big Whataburger guy. Not a fan. I love their buns. I wish they didn't use shredded lettuce, but that's just me. I don't hate them at number eight. Here's one I hate. Number yeah. seven, in and outs animal-style double-double. This one I think is incredibly overrated. I think that animal-style is a marketing piece, not something that everybody actually likes. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. And my opinion is, is that Darius Garland just got hit right in the face again. He got hit. I'll drop that motherfucker. Is there anybody who gets hit in the face more than Darius Garland? By the way, Knicks 22, uh, Cavs 19, 131 to go in the quarter. Uh, in and out's incredibly overrated. Yeah. Number six, Shake Shack Shack Burger. Okay, I don't go to Shake Shack for burgers, bro. But we've eaten there in Tempe, and it's super mid. Like, their burger is... I would absolutely take an in and out burger over a Shake Shack yes. burger. Yes, all day. Here's where we get into problems. Number five. Five Guys Cheeseburger. It's probably the fresh beef patties, the super soft bun, and the cornucopia of toppings that make these burgers so delicious. The best burger depends on everyone's personal taste. We're highly partial to grilled onions. Dude, Five Guys is far better than number four, which is a Culver's Double Butter Burger. Culver's? Culver's Bro, is number four. Dude, what are we doing? Do you think they drug test these people before they write these these surveys. Bro, what what are we doing? I this is crazy. Okay, number three. Hardee's and Carl's God, Jr. Superstar here, with dude. cheese. Where where okay, where the hell did you find this list? Where is Geoff? Where is Jeff yeah, Johnson? Where's my boy Geoff? Yeah. Geoff is there a he is, right is there. a there, right there. and there he is on brand Geoff. Double Western bacon cheeseburger, Dude. extra barbecue sauce, and add pickles. Let's go. There's a reason that Carl's Jr. closed at the district. There's a reason. Nobody ate there. Oh, Tom, stop it. Tom? Tom, <laughs> why would you bring up Kronberger? I'm fat and I'm hungry. Kronberger's so underrated. It really is, though. Oh, my God. Uh, but Carl's Jr. is Bonnie, super please. Like the superstar... If you're going to throw Carl's on. Jr. on this list, I swear on my life, Jack in the Box better be on this list. No, nah, bro. Number two, the Wendy's Baconator. Now, the Dave's Double at Wendy's for fast food. Yeah. It's clutch. Not bad. The Baconator. I don't eat bacon. You guys know that. Yeah. That was and my then, jam as a kid, though. Here's the problem. No. Dude, no. Number one, the McDonald's Double QPC. Dude. The Quarter Pounder. <laughs> The double quarter pounder is not even in the same ballpark as five guys, man. And it's certainly not. It is certainly not a number six. The ultimate cheeseburger at at, I'm a carb eating motherfucker. This list is I think this this is trash. Trash. All right. Number one favorite burger. Five guys all day. It ain't even close. Number two. Uh, mm, uh, I'd have to go Jack. I I love me an ultimate cheeseburger. Number three would be probably Wendy's. Probably. Fast food. So not yeah. like JCW's. No. Or... No. Man, JCW's is a man's burger, dude. That it thing is. is a beast. It is a man's burger. And I think number three for me would be uh, 
In and out has to be on the on on a top five list. I think Whataburger's got to be there too, but <laughs> yeah, In and Out's there. All right, yeah. everybody in the comments, your favorite burgers. Jason says Wendy's spicy nuggets are the best. There's a huge controversy over who's got the best fast food nuggets. Yeah, I got to tell you, in my in my weekend state, Mrs. Monty had pity on me and allowed me to buy chicken nuggets from Costco this weekend, the frozen ones. Yeah. Dude, they were so good. They were so good. Oh, Matt Ritson, stop it. Fat burger in L.A. Yes. yes. Mickey D's is the soccer of burgers, Truck Stop Gumby says. That's low. He ain't wrong. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says Burger King, going out of business in Utah. Yes. Is that not unbelievable? A, bunch of locations. a franchisee went bankrupt. Uh, Ruben Reyes. What's up, Ruben? Blake's lot of burger in New Mexico is my go-to, but I'm biased being from there. Then nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, you guys are sleeping on the Del Taco Double Del. What is that? I've never heard of that. I You've a, never I, eaten at Del Taco. I'm a I don't casual think. on Del Taco, dude, for J sure. Like He's never had the crinkle cut for yeah. us. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, In-N-Out is absolutely not top five. Boy, it's got to be close. Oh, Gary, what a pimp in every sense hey, of the word, sir. Dude, okay. I went to have it last night. You did. And I had an impossible burger. Bye, Jake. I went to I went to the habit last night. And me and Mrs. Monty, we've really gotten into this. In the gym. We've really gotten into this thing of just going and sitting together and talking. And we went to the habit last night and had uh, and had and had because impossible burgers. They were really good. You are uh, fake. LV Seminal says Freddy's double is great. Five guys then what a burger. I'm telling you, Freddy's is underrated. There's plenty of toast for all the butter, says Baconator with a pretzel bun. I oh. can't do the... you. Oh, but hold on. We skipped over Gary's Red Robin. Didn't he say Red Robin? Yeah, but nobody likes Red no, Robin. No, there's one burger at Red Robin that's gas, and that is the burger where they put the fried egg on the patty with the cheese. Absolute bomb. Nobody but that, else but does But Red it. Robin's not fast food, though, too. No, though. it's not. It's a sit-down. You know. Uh, Giggity says, did Ronald McDonald put this list together? I think That's he did. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I think how he did. dumb is this list? Michael Peck says, Red Robin is mid. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Simon says, Whataburger patty melt grilled onions. Ooh. Yeah, but if you're in Utah and you're getting a patty melt, you're going to Hire's Big H. Yeah, but that's not fast food. Hire's Big H, the patty melt is... Dude, I, yeah. I just saying Hire's Big H. I didn't even H. know. By the way, I didn't know. Does Wendy's offer a pretzel bun? I don't know, do they? Uh, truck Stop Gumby, Jake's next next date must be at Del Taco. Where are we at in society today? I don't disagree. Mr. Tinfoil Man says you need to do a an eat video. We probably should. Uh, Jason says Del Taco is where drunk college students go into. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> in a van down by the river. So I had a friend, Jen. Jen I won't say her last name. She's... I dated a girl many years ago, like in the 80s. Yeah, I know what time it is. Probably 90s, whatever. Um, she threw up all over my car door <laughs> in the drive-thru at Taco Bell. And it was like 2 in the morning. Bro. <laughs> you know. Uh, Del Taco. <laughs> seriously. Del Taco Double Del is a double cheeseburger, which is weird because it's Del Taco, but it's solid. Okay, I will okay. try it just for you, bro. Geoff says, oh, look at your avatar, Geoff. You guys are cute. Uh, Double Dells are excellent. Del Taco was my favorite high school job. 
I still eat there all the time for their shrimp tacos and chicken soft tacos. Shrimp tacos. Bro, maybe we're sleeping on Del Taco, bro. Maybe we are. Maybe they are. Uh, Roger says uh, Culver's. See? Eh. Jake is not a Culver's fan. Yeah, it was okay. Jake, he says Culver's in and out and Freddy's. Freddy's Dude, if is, I'm doing Culver's, I'm going to JCW's. I'm telling you, Freddy's is good. Freddy's is good. Blame it on Grimace. Truck Stop Gumby says, you guys remember Grimace from Mac D's Nuts? Uh, Apocalypse Sow says, Red Robin isn't fast food or even food. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a Red Robin guy. Jason says, Dairy Queen. Eh, good fries, casual burger. Yeah, I don't eat there. Uh, Sonic Steak and Bacon Grilled Cheese. Sonic? Okay, I know that Sonic, Sonic has burgers? Dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Sonic. I only no, know Sonic's, Sonic for shit. No, Sonic's got a full lineup, bro. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. It it's can not tell. Good, you though. can tell. I don't eat there. Yeah, it's not good. I don't. Uh, I agree with Greg. Uh, <laughs> for a taco place, they make a pretty good burger. Kent says. Um, Ruben Reyes, nothing better than Jack in the Box tacos at two a.m. Thank My guy. You. My Thank guy, you. Ruben. Let's go. Roger Sales says, "Don't forget the original Tommies in L.A." I am Larry Kahn, the great. Play-by-play uh, -play guy, Larry Kahn, took me for my first Tommy Burger many years ago. Uh, Del Taco chicken soft tacos are amazing. Maybe we do need to eat at Del Taco. Yeah, I'm thinking we need to eat at Del Taco, dude. Um, let's see. In-N-Out in Tommy's in Los is greater than Tommy's in Los Angeles. Stop. <laughs> no, it's not. Johnny Rockets? Nah. Nah. Whack and A-Sun merging. Yes, I'm telling you, Utah Tech. Utah Tech. Gary says in and out is a tr is trash water. Really? Oh, God. I knew somebody was going to bring up Arctic Circle because I've never been. Most underrated burger is Ranch Burger at Arctic Circle. Seriously. <laughs> Fuddruckers, yes, but it's so expensive. Yeah, it is. Love, love it. Uh, plenty of Toast says Sonic sucks. I agree. I agree. Uh, I've grown a liking to Tony Burgers. Mapes, what is Tony Burgers? I feel like I've seen them around, but I've never been. Is Tony Burgers better than J-Dogs? Have you ever been to J-Dogs? Oh, I feel J -Dogs like once. Good. It's so good. It is so good. All right, there you go. Show's over. Uh, as always, the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at The Advocates. You never pay The Advocates until they win your case. Chat with an attorney live online for free, 24-7, 365. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.